So we're live. We're live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we are joined by a, a group. I was going to say a concophony, but I don't think it sounded quite right tonight. A group of <laughs> nerds to tell fabled stories and share life lessons and just have general fun and banter. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, we are joined by the lovely Jake, the wonderful Kev, and the stunning Steph this evening. So, yes. Hi, so, hi. Steph has, has joined us again from the, the Castle Coven Gaming Ladies, and she had so much fun. And when she heard about, we're talking about the bat, she pretty much demanded that she was going to be on this one. So, yes, I wasn't going to argue. Or I was a little bit scared, not going to lie. <laughs> As you should be. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, uh, this week's episode, uh, I say we've had a little bit of a break this week because we've normally got about 15 things on the go. But, it feels uh, weird. <laughs> Something so, yes. just doesn't feel right. <laughs> it does. But, yes, yeah, so we are going to be... Um, discussing the bat i know we've talked about batman in certain ways before but it's normally to do with comics it's been to do with cartoons and it's been obviously in our movie chats as well but we are going to go from the broad spectrum and talk about like say our like basically introduction to the dark knight and what our favorite parts in what the favorite elements in and if there's anything that like say we would like to discuss that we probably didn't like as much shall we dare say uh, will be a bit controversial for this evening but yes so that is going to be this night's episode so we'll let sammy get a little thing out of the way because otherwise say, but... if, if, if she doesn't she, she goes in a huff <laughs> <laughs> not really i'm just really nosy and um, yes. so the big question is how are you doing and what you've <laughs> been watching <laughs> So really awkward, Kevin, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it never changed. We like I it that way. Make, yeah, I think I tried to make it as awkward as possible just to know what, what you've been watching this week. I and mean, how are you doing? Yeah, I've not been too bad. I've been poorly sick, but I've, I've just been watching crap, basically. But uh, we'll let uh, our, our new member of the team go first. So we'll let Steph take it away. Okay. Well, <laughs> a door fell on me. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, and I... The weak and helpless woman that I am, I couldn't get it off me. So I had to call for my brother-in-law. It's like, Lewis, Lewis, please. So apart from that, I, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. My ego oh, will never recover. <laughs> I'm getting ugly book vibes now. I'm just imagining you lying under the door with the door lying on top of you. And... <laughs> I was just so annoyed. Where's the point of all these push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. And so other I- than... The- so other than the door falling you, so how's your week been? <laughs> Lovely. I'm having a great time. Believe it or not, I've been reading a lot of Batman. Mm-hmm. I want to say in preparation, but it's, it's just part of my day-to-day life. <laughs> so. Can't I have been watching uh, this old old TV series called Grimm. Ah, oh. yes, I did watch the first season. Um, I I love the premise of it. But then when it started going a bit weird towards the second season, that kind of fell out of it. Yeah, well, if I'm sneezing, if you side. did, if you guys did watch the Castle Coven Gaming episode, and if you did, I'm so sorry. It was, un- <laughs> it, it was unhinged and that it was directly my fault. We all know that I find them all very fuckable. So, <laughs> again, it's just like watching The Bachelor for me. I'm like, right, oh, okay. my God. <laughs> Oh, a kappa. Here we go. <laughs> so we found so, a furry a furry interest, have we? <laughs> how dare, how dare I'll leave. 
<laughs> I mean, that, that that was my problem with Grimm, that they kind of did just be like, oh, look at me, I'm a monster. And then like they'd get fur on the face and it's like, oh, that's how much CGI they've got to work with. <laughs> But the selling gags are like all scaly, and I'm like, I know. Diva. Mm-hmm. I'm, I love the door puns in the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I laughed at Charlotte when she said, Is the door okay? <laughs> uh, no, the, unfortunately, the door did not make it. Destroyed. Oh. No more doors in the house. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Out with the doors. Oh, Were you listening to the doors at the time as well? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm allergic to this room. Oh. <laughs> you did have a bit of a sneezing episode when you were on last time. I, I'm, whenever I stream, I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's your gimmick because yeah. Goodwill is the king, king of gimmicks. So be careful; he might steal that one from you as well next. So no, what's he, up, does, he does like Seth, the thieves. The <laughs> Look, every every everything is someone's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Goodwill that. <laughs> So yes, so so grim. No, um, so it's just basically the, like a, a catalogue of your fetishes, just like watching on TV, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I also like, I'm a big fan of crime procedurals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. I'm also watching Criminal Minds. Ah, right. I know Kev's a big fan. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for because Kev keeps us informed of criminal minds. Because they're called the criminal it. yet. <laughs> no, they haven't actually. No. It's finished. Not in my episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> so, what have you both been watching, Kev? Um, I started off thinking, right, we've got Batman. Let's just start studying Batman and going through everything again. So um, I thought, right, we'll start off with Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Why? Don't I? No, <laughs> guys, guys, I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then I thought, right, I'm going to put uh, Batman Kins on. And mm-hmm. then for the rest of the watched elementary. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <my name works. laughs> I thought... Uh, th- there is literally only so much throat cancer one man can take in his lifetime. Yes. <laughs> and there's only so many irons one man can take in his lifetime. So I thought, no, I'm pretty much done with this now. Like, so, uh, <laughs> yep, I'm going to um, just watch Elementary. Um, mm-hmm. Charlotte was watching Josie and the Six. That looked pretty damn cool, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. We watched something else the other day as well, but I can't remember what it was. Um, we did try to watch Cocaine Bear. Couldn't find a decent stream for it. Mm-hmm. Um I, I believe there is one out this weekend, though. There is a like with us being dodgy up north. All the online yeah. streamers, you, I think there is a decent copy of Corky and Bear up there. From our sources. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, there was there wasn't too much on. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna ruin Scream Six for Sammy when I see it. <laughs> you did, actually, you didn't ruin Scream Five for us. You just really annoyed us that you fucking called it all before you'd even seen it. I was like, and I'm trying to one like trailer, really one poster. I'm really trying to like stay calm through the text messages and be like, I don't fucking believe this. I can't mm. believe he's done all this. And I'm like, no, Kev, that's not that's not true. That didn't happen. 
That was me the other day, by the way, when I was making Anth watch Scream. <laughs> when I was um, Scream 5. And I'm, he's going, he's the killer, she's the killer. And I went, no, Anthony, no. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're <laughs> fine. <laughs> he was. Yeah, Stu's not coming back. Bit... Let's, let's get this out. Stu's not coming back. I have seen so many videos today. <laughs> well. Stu was, the, 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 it could possibly happen. Not going to happen. No. It's not. going to happen. I'll tell you that now. Um no, they're not going to remake uh, Scream 5. Mm. It's not happening. Stu's dead. Uh, Accept it. He's not. Yes. No, pause. Yes. Won't. <laughs> right, Jake, what have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I have had my finger on the nerd pulse this week. I have watched three episodes of Picard and one episode of Mandalorian. Um, yes, we'll watch that as well. <laughs> yeah, this Mandalorian. This thing with, with you is really starting to take off, isn't it? Like Andor's really got you. Oh, Andor, yeah. I ain't saying that I like Mandalorian. <laughs> 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 I've always been a massive Star Wars fan. And yes, Andor was like a big, big fun surprise. Um, but no, I'm, I think I'm just starting to like get tired of like Disney's weird like soundstage thing that they've got going on, which I heard a lot about it this week. It's like instead of a green screen, they've got like basically a big LCD. So like the actors can see the backgrounds and it has like quote natural light that they can create and i think i can just see it now when i'm watching like disney plus stuff um <laughs> but yeah mandalorian's weird nothing really happened <laughs> oh i liked it it was too short i'll give you that but i still enjoyed it i thought it, it, it it's leading up to something but it, with any story because it, it doesn't have to lead into too much thing i thought the the battle scene at the beginning was a little bit strange Shall we see it? Those but, pirates as well. What yeah. the hell was that? Mm. Like, yeah, he, he actually said "avast," like, a, like a pirate. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't but, know. It, I don't it, care it, about Mandalore. Like that's my problem. Greg. <laughs> he did look like old Greg as well, the pirate <laughs> king. Old <laughs> Greg. It was yes. like if Groot got moss. Yeah, I think that's like my if problem. Like Groot gets slightly damp. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't like Mandalore and. I'm not really interested. It's I've seen enough of it in the stupid cartoons that I watched as well, like Rebels <laughs> and Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone yeah. Wars really went there, didn't they? All that time wasted. <laughs> I don't know. Um, did you enjoy Picard as well, did you? Yeah, actually, that was okay. Uh, Worf came back. Spoilers, yes. I guess. But that was like... <laughs> I've, been wait- I've been waiting for Warp for like three seasons of Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we've got enough Star Trek talk on the on the Nerdy Up North channel with our Star <laughs> Trek and thing. Cheap plug, cheap plug. Cheap plug with Goodwill. <laughs> Captain Goodwill and his uh, first first mate, uh, Graham, the Velvet Rear Snatch. Admiral Graham. <laughs> yes. so, Sammy, what have you been watching? Um, well, I made Anth endure through Screen 5. <laughs> I have a very good tactic now. So what mm-hmm. I do, just before I go and pick him up from work, I put a film on ready to watch. So when mm-hmm. he comes in, I go straight in to watch it, and then he comes and joins us and has literally either two choices, walk away or just sit still. And he's been to work all day, so he sits still. Um, so we watch... Psychological warfare. Absolutely. <laughs> I used to do it with Drag Race in the um, when we lived in the flat. I, I would have Drag Race on in the living room where his computer was, and by the end of it, he was sitting proper getting into it. Yeah, so I've got I've got my means and ways of doing things. To be fair though, Drag Race is quality entertainment, except from the first season. You can ignore the first season of Drag Race. Oh, but... No, I love it because it's got Nina Flowers and um, 
Oh, Tammy Brown as well. So there's some good queens on there. It's just really difficult to see them. It's um, shot through a Vaseline lens. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Jake, we... you want to be running for the hills. <laughs> you've, gave, you've gave Debbie spoilers. <laughs> oh! I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I'll live. <laughs> You've seen John Wick, haven't you? <laughs> I thought everyone saw the trailer. I didn't think it was a spoiler. <laughs> oh, I don't think we've ever apologized for spoilers before. So, <laughs> um, and We're not going to start now. <laughs> I've been watching the um the new Netflix documentary that I'm gonna keep and I'm just gonna mention what I watched that I watched it, but I do want to keep it for the true crime episode we do. Uh, mm-hmm. the Murdoch. The oh. um the murder now it, it's weird because on the news they've been pronouncing it Murdoch, mm-hmm. but in actual fact it's murder. Right. So Murdoch the just makes the same team. Are you saying Murdoch? Like murder duck? <gasps> I'd <laughs> yes. love that. Well, it's well, it's weird because it's like it's it, it is technically because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, surely you, you just call that show the bill. So yeah, good, I've watched. Good. Well, we've got someone coming after you. Uh, <laughs> I can see your jokes now. So oh, that, 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 <laughs> he's already replaced. <laughs> Being infringed. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I watched I watched that, and I've also listened to because I didn't quite understand what was going on. His trials just happened; he's been sentenced, um, but I didn't quite understand the full picture of what it was. So I watched the documentary. I've listened to some podcasts on it, um, and fuck me, it's one. It is one, and I'll cover it in the true crime one. But that's pretty much it. I'll call the midwife finished. Me oh. um, <laughs> didn't. Me auntie, auntie didn't actually spoil anything. What she meant was is that it's really sad that we're not going to be seeing Call the Midwife because it's not on until Christmas now. She didn't give a spoiler away. Right. So I can take back all that Glad anger we that I felt. That <laughs> <laughs> there was no family, family diff falling out and family disputes through that. So yes. In the middle of last week's episode, I was ready to chuck me phone. I thought she'd literally spoiled the whole episode for us <laughs> and she didn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. Paul, what have you been watching? Well, Because you're like I've... the most interesting one. No, I've had a bit of a fallen out this week, I'll be honest with you. Oh, um, who? Well, with Don't the see. show I, I have, I've, I've, I've run out of patience <laughs> with Moonshiners. Now, oh my God. I, like, say, I love this show because it's weird and wonderful and talks about backward America making moonshine and liquor. But it's, be- I, and, I, and I know we talked about it, it is becoming very much dramatized like the Kardashians now. And they're having running beefs with each other because they're turf, infringing on each other's turf and they're having turf wars. And it's just getting, it's not what a show I fell in love with. And I'm, I'm really sad to see that I'm falling out of love with Moonshiners and the Hillbillies. Oh um, I want them to go back to like, like talking about popcorn, Sutton and making the, 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 the wire. You liked <laughs> the, the weevils, didn't you? The weevils. Yeah, that yeah. was interesting when the, the weevils, weevils was attacking the grain. So, <laughs> and how they had to get, get past it. It's like the problem solving I enjoyed, but now it's becoming too, too reality TV, shall I say? You know, um, that's just Warner Brothers and Discovery Plus for you. Yeah, <laughs> as, oh, we, no. it, as we may talk yeah. about tonight. <laughs> Do you ever wonder if this is like a prequel of The Hills of Eyes? <laughs> that would be some good marketing. <laughs> you never know. That. Yeah, but uh, like I say, Mike the Dick, and uh, he's he's destroyed someone else's still site because he's selling liquor to his, like to his customers, 
So it's it's getting too much like the Sopranos a little bit with Hillbilly, so I, I can't get away with it. It's 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 I, I might have to give up on the twelfth season of the oh, <laughs> China. No, the, chat, the chat is absolutely devastated. End of Charlotte, an era, folks. <laughs> Charlotte's just said, "Quick, someone check the four horsemen. Surely this is the sign of the apocalypse." <laughs> but, <laughs> that but, is a genius comment. But in good news, though, I have been revisiting Archer. Um, so I was like going back to like the cartoon roots. And I did start loading up today uh, in preparation for this episode as well. Um, the greatest cartoon that was ever made, Batman the Animated Series. Oh, and I yes. forgot how amazing this was. And before we start talking about it, um, <laughs> we'll let Sammy do a disclaimer. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's in the chat. Um, so... To- Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of a nerdism. There, yeah. she, puts her, she puts her posh BBC voice on there because she was on the BBC. Do you I know was that? on the BBC. <laughs> she should, should have done it in a Batman voice. <laughs> yes. That would have been really difficult and we might have been here a very long time. Yes. <laughs> Batman. 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 Can't even do it. Batman. Batman, you say, coming for me. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> so we are going to be discussing all things like the Dark Knight, the hero. Um, the Bat. We don't need, but the hero we kind of all deserve in a, in a way. Um, but yes, I'm quite interested because I know, like say, how I fell in love with the Batman and my first in- incarnation of the version that we like see now. But I'm interested to know how other people, because I know we are like a, a, a wide variety of Adrians. Like Steph is clearly 21, as she told us during mm-hmm. the, uh, <laughs> the the Coven episode, and Sam is now rebirthed as 21, apparently. Um, That's apparently. the power of friendship. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so um, I'm interested, like how you got introduced to Batman. Like, what was your first? Like in intonation, so I'll I'll go with Jake first because he looks perplexed. So I thought I'd throw him under the bus. <laughs> I'm not perplexed, and I think I've vaguely sort of told this before. But my like first Batman memory is like a very like rainy like Sunday afternoon coming back from like um, probably like uh, like Shields Beach or something uh, with my grandparents. Um, coming back and just Batman 89 being like on the television like that sort of evening and like I guess like that was probably the first thing I remember actually seeing probably didn't internalize much about like Mm. the story but just like Batman is cool which I think is why he's like endured as a character (laughs) because I think like Mm. design wise he's just uh, something else Um, Mm -hmm. another big memory for me like goes um back to like the video game as well because there was like a batman returns video game yeah. on super nintendo that was like i got it for christmas and like you know that movie is a christmas movie <laughs> so yeah. you're like yeah, running around is. the streets like throwing clown guys into windows and stuff and that was just that was just cool <laughs> oh definitely what about you kev what was your first insight into the the dark knight um, my first insight into the Dark Knight wasn't dark at all. Um, I wasn't well. Um, I don't know what it was. I think I had flu or something like that. It was I was only a kid. I mm-hmm. must have been five or six, maybe. 
young, um, so it could have been anywhere between six and well, five and seven, really. So probably about six, we'll see. Um, don't worry, <laughs> we're not going to fact check you. Don't worry. I was absolutely. <laughs> I was absolutely dying on the couch. It just wasn't well at all. And me granddad was getting really, 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 really pissed off with me whining. Mm-hmm. So we decided he was just going to put the Adam West Batman on. And I literally just glued myself to the telly. I was like, this is fucking mint. <laughs> <laughs> that was it for me. I was just absolutely glued. It was um, it was when um, oh, uh, John Aston was still the Riddler. Mm. Oh. Yes. I was just like, yes, this is class. And you just had all the bright, like, well, I'd say bright colours. You assume they were bright colours because it was pretty much still black and white TVs back then. <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely loved it. Um, and Adam West is still the only Batman in the world that turns up. He doesn't have to say, I'm Batman. They know yeah. who he is. <laughs> so, Definitely. yeah, happy as hell. No, definitely. I loved Adam West one. Um, like I said, I'll probably go into that a little more when I talk. But we'll go to the lovely Steph. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch Batman the Animated Series. No. I know. It was for boys. Um, <laughs> my dad had views. Anyway, <laughs> but I was allowed to watch Justice League Unlimited because right. that had Ooh, one woman in it. <laughs> so, okay, that's allowed. And my brother for Christmas got a VHS. Or, were there VHSs 21 years ago? I don't know. The, the lie is catching up on me, <laughs> but it was it was the Superman series. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, but it's the same as it. I'm connecting dots. That's the same guy. Yeah, that's really cool. So I went and you know illegally up to a friend's <laughs> house. And I watched it on the family computer, like just like the first episode on Leather Wings, the Batman anime series. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a lifelong problem for me, isn't it? And it was. Yes. But like, can I, I just really, can yeah. I just say while we're on the those things that Leather Wings episode, did you like that at the end of Justice League they went right back to the start of that? Like I'm getting chills just thinking about it. How it does the same blimp thing, like where they see him flying across. Yeah, I love that. Yep. <laughs> Perfect ending. <laughs> so the but, so, so the animated series changed your life going forward from that day. It did, and Batman kept changing my life as I got older so I went to college and I was never really like I played PlayStation 2 games and Mm. that was about it again gaming's for boys (laughs) anyway yes we'll Um, get all the trauma out don't worry we'll get that out (laughs) that's what we're here for zero trauma this is all about the bat who as we all know has never had trauma (laughs) no he's fine well adjusted he's all good (laughs) Um, and I was like, I went to like, I went to an Argos with a friend from college and in the bargain bin was a copy of Arkham Asylum, like Ooh. for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, like, I, my brother has an Xbox. I don't have an Xbox, but it's 10 pound. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I shouldn't, I did. <laughs> and then, so I went home with it and with like this big bag of Space Raider crisps. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lee. Here's a big bag of crisps. Can I play in your Xbox for an hour? And he was like, absolutely, yes. That's a fair trade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and like, Arkham Asylum is the perfect game, yes. especially for that time. And still is today. I, mm-hmm. it, it holds the fuck up. I'm playing it right now. It still holds up. <laughs> I played it last month as part of my New Year's bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> And it was 
it was just so good. And then I found the first interview tape and the Riddler comes on, you solve the thing. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Again, it became a problem. And then I started comics and now look at me. Now you're on a podcast dressed as Jason oh. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> where did I go wrong? Not where you went no, right. No, no, no. You went very much the right way. <laughs> I, I really did. No regrets. And I'm just 21. I've got time to change it. Yes. <laughs> Fun fact, me and Sammy born in the same hospital at the same time. That's yes. how I know 21. <laughs> Bless us. You think Sam blush now. My story is really going to disprove that. Just <laughs> going to show it. my age. <laughs> Don't you drag me down. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I can't change this memory. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't even flip it. I really can't. <laughs> um. I'll go next. Yes, you've left yourself open for now. <laughs> yeah, I really have. Um, it's. It, I think I've told. I actually think I've already told this on the podcast before. Um, and everyone all already knows that my favorite movie in the goddamn world is Ghostbusters, and always will be. Um, mm-hmm. And and not up, in it's... that. Batman's not in that. <laughs> well, 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 but he was. But he was because I had a VHS of Ghostbusters <laughs> one and two. And to separate each, to separate the movie was a episode of Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. Why? So I don't know, <laughs> but it was there. I knew it. I knew it verbatim by the end. Um, so that was my first draw into Batman. And I generally can't think like I, I, I know who Batman is. It's Adam West. Um, was it the Wank then, episode by any chance? <laughs> if it was, then. <laughs> that my memory's shocking that I can't remember that. Um, but it was like years and years later, I meet my now husband and he wanted me to watch Batman Begins because Anth is a huge nerd. He's been a comic book reader since he was about eight years old and he really wanted me to watch Batman because at the time I just had no interest. And Batman Begins really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Changed a lot for me. And that was what, maybe 16 years ago? Those are two very different Batman. Like yeah. you know, to go from. It might one not have. Come, <laughs> don't get us wrong. It might not have come out mm-hmm. at that time, but we were definitely. We, so that was the first. God, I feel really, old. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, I know the second. I know the second one hadn't come out mm-hmm. because he got really. Ex- he got really excited when they mentioned that Heath Ledger was going to be playing the Joker. Yeah, and I remember I had watched Batman Begins before then, so that was my. The, the time that the net was proven to be wrong for a change, the, the hate that that got, man got for get, getting being cast as the Joker was embarrassing, shall we say? I think I've been, I think I've maybe told this story before, but I blame internet hate cycle nerd culture on the Phantom Menace, <laughs> and the reaction that got. Um, problem, be, problem being, the Phantom Menace was actually bad, so the, the nerds were proven half right. But yeah, kicked off a bad. I mean, that is a matter of opinion. Um, <laughs> when I think it comes it, it, to the fa- Phantom Menace. Yeah, can, can I be controversial already? Mm-hmm. I don't really care for Heath Ledger as the Joker. All right, we're a very. I've I've noticed this. We're a very anti-Joker podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. me in general. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> he is an overused character. We sh- shall we say in the Bat Universe that we don't need to see another version of. It's interesting to see different characters, but well, like, as I said, that's quite an interesting topic to go into. Um, 
but yeah, I think like when it comes to like the Rogue Gallery, the Batman villain wise has such a wide variety of the best villains out there, and they keep harping back to the to the simple one, shall we say? The same boring one. <laughs> <laughs> but conversely, I really like it in Arkham Knight when the Joker is there and he's like the color commentary, but mm-hmm. he's not really the antagonist, and that is so much more interesting to have mm-hmm. that character on the side, something that. Batman very much sorely misses if he doesn't have like Dick Grayson as his Robin. Mm-hmm. And so to have that as the Joker is really interesting because he does push it. He does make those really dark comments, which mm-hmm. fit the tone really well. But he's mm-hmm. not the main antagonist, so he's not the primary threat. So it's even more interesting because you get to explore these other characters. No, I agree. And I think Mark Hamill does play a big part in the interesting aspect to yep. The Joker and Massively. the levels and depth that he does get with just like the voice acting as well. He, but it's because I don't think you can have. It's it's like one or the other. It, it is Batman's greatest villain, but he's not his only villain. And I think a lot of TV or movies forget that, and they keep thinking, yeah. "Oh, we've got a Batman. We've got to have a Joker." That animated series did it well because I think it was the seventh episode in before it introduced the Joker. So you got all these other characters first, like Clearface that was saw for the first ever time. I give the most brilliant episode of um like with Mr. Freeze, I've forgotten now is it a heart of ice? Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is just absolutely stunning like not cartoon, Beautiful. but stunning storytelling. Um, it's just a blueprint. Like people should pay them to use that story. Like until New Fifty Two, it did reinvent the character of Mr. Freeze. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. it's yeah. stunning. Mm-hmm. yes so um because i know we're off tangent but my first experience was similar to kev's where it wasn't where like say i was because i used to love sunday morning tv like it's channel four sunday morning used to be the best tv used to have land of the giants um yes um like other sci-fi things that was just bat- batshit crazy but we used to have the adam west batman and like said, used to have Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero, is that right? Um, Cesar Romero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with his, when he refused to uh, shave his tash, so they had to pay in of his tash. So he used to, like, yeah. it, it was before HD, so you didn't really notice it. But you notice <laughs> it a little bit more now. Yeah. And it was the first time I, f- I fell in love with, like, say, uh, Julie Newmar as Catwoman. Just absolutely, like, probably well, start getting, like, like say like like women dressed up. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yes, that that was like say when probably like say my keen interest, and in I'd start reading the comics because we had a uh, like say a paper shop that you used to order in. Not the American style comics was like the ones with like the plastic covers where yeah. they were about like like two pound. You used to get like a few editions in. It was like the British version, so it wasn't. Like say a collectible, shall we say? Um, so, what kind of what kind of era we're talking when you were reading that? Then, um, it was just like, what, before... what was what was the vibe like? Was it like was it in did, had it hit the dark period or was it still like cartoony? It was still around the Frank Miller ish time, oh, so, so very dark. Yeah, so <laughs> it was um, like say interesting. And then, like I say, I might as well get the run out of the way now. Then we got tolls well like say I, I was introduced to like say the batman movie like the original one with adam west and 
the first time all the characters came into it at one, mm. like trying to, and then we got the bat shark, the repellent, um, <laughs> which was just and the bat bomb, like so you get the meme, like so honestly, just comedy gold. And if you haven't watched oh, the Batman movie, please watch it; it's perfect. <laughs> uh, but um, I got so excited when they announced that they were doing, like I say, a real live action Batman movie. It was like say when. Was all the advertising? The marketing campaign for this was just out of this world. Like the visually, all the things that was putting on Batman, they must have spent like like Star Wars money to promote like Batman at the time. Um, I was too young to see to the pictures, and I think I told the story. Like I say, I tried to sneak into the pictures with my dad. He said, "Go and wait over there while you get the tickets." But I got caught, and uh, they wouldn't let us go and see it. So I had to wait for it to come out. So I waited six months for it because back in the day. Uh, movies didn't come out two weeks after cinema releases. They used to come out like six months for uh, rental, then then, then a year to yeah. buy the, the the thing. So wait to rent it. And I was like, see, I love Michael Keaton as Batman. I just want to say that thing. I thought he was a brilliant Batman, but I've never been so upset and angry at the portrayal of the Joker that Jack Nicholson gave us. Because from what I've been reading in the comics and from like say, even the stuff I've seen from um, like say the, the Adam West thing. The Joker was never like a mobster. He was never like a, a a guy that was obsessed with power or money and stuff like that. It was always just like chaos and to cause trouble. Where Jack Nicholson's, it was just all about power, money, and like say, and it just didn't sit. It just felt like um, a mobster playing the Joker, and I yep. again just never got that vibe. And everyone always says, "Oh, Jack Nicholson was the best Joker." I was like, he, he was a great character, but he wasn't the Joker that, that I knew. So kind of like always upset us a little bit, <laughs> and that was me probably. Um, I guess he had me a little cry and mourn about it as well. <laughs> but he, he wasn't, though. You're absolutely right, Paul. The Joker mm. was always nihilistic. He was mm. always just all about chaos, anarchy, bringing everything down. He didn't give a damn about power because he didn't want the power. He didn't want anyone else to have power. The Joker was always tall, manic, gangly, and insane. He wasn't short, fat, and jack. <laughs> and that is literally all Jack Nicholson can play, short, fat, that and jack. That is the title of this episode. It was the title of the Batman <laughs> one as well. Love it. But yes, <laughs> I, I know. Like I say, because I, I do, I do like the aspects. Like, like it's probably the best looking Batman we've had. Probably not, not the best, not the best functional. Because I know we laugh when we watch it now. Michael Keaton so couldn't funny. move his neck. Uh, yeah. when he was fighting, it was always sideways moves and stuff. He couldn't throw a punch. <laughs> didn't didn't and bother stuff. me as a kid though. <laughs> yes, oh, not as a kid. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I love the toy range as well. Like that was the first time I got invested in like the Batman toys. Like I think the Batmobile was like one of the sexiest Batmobiles that we had yeah. until the Robert Patterson one, shall we say? Even even oh, when I was Batman. a kid, they were still selling like that era Batman, you know, yeah. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. we, no, Paul, you're absolutely right. For some reason, they've always had like super massive like marketing budgets because even. Even Batman and Robin, that that was an absolute blitz. There was oh, like stuff God, in yeah. cereal, crisps, yep. toys, like <laughs> everywhere. Like obviously, <laughs> the movie is what it is, um, <laughs> but but they marketed it like it was you know gonna be like like what a Marvel movie would be today. <laughs> it's like crazy. Well, yeah, that, think about this it. is why the film went mm-hmm. through so many changes and why they had to do the Batmobile with silver hints. Why <laughs> that, they that all the had to have version. winter wear. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah. it, all the winter wear had blues and silvers and stuff. It's had to be because, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Hasbro or Kenner, I can't remember which one it was, said that they needed this. 
and they had a massive input into the film. So there were so many changes during Batman and Robin and Batman oh. Forever for the toy line and for well, McDonald's. Well, okay, I did like. On one hand, I like that because it makes more sense than when we were kids and they'd be like, "Here's Spider Man's car," and you're like sitting there thinking, like, like as a toy. I mean, and you're like. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man doesn't need a car. <laughs> Why would Spider-Man need a car? <laughs> but it looks awesome, so let's get it. <laughs> at least at least with the Batman stuff, it was like, yeah, here's the stupid snow speeder. <laughs> here's we'll see a Silverstone's jet ski or whatever. <laughs> but just talking about the Bat as well, because I think as a whole, throughout the years that we've had like Batman from Detective Comics until we've got... Like say the new, the like say the new TV show and the new movie that's coming out. Uh, well, they're talking about making now. Um, it's probably been the most different changing for a character because we've had so many different versions. I know like Spider Man's changed a lot, but the core essence have always stayed the same. The looks always stayed the same. But Batman, it's kind of changed throughout the years so much yeah, and so dramatically as well. But it's always kept the same kind of feeling and harder. It, it, you never really lose like say the bat aspect. But what would you say would you be your f- favorite incarnation of the bat oh god so that's an actually <laughs> hard question yes simple one for me <laughs> oh within you can go first <laughs> um purely uh for other media content and accuracy i'm gonna say affleck mm-hmm. he was bang out of frank miller's dark knight he was bang out of it he moved and fought like the arkham asylum games if you watch that warehouse scene again put it in like computer graphics and it is arkham asylum uh and literally look at him as bruce wayne he is straight out of the cartoon affleck didn't have to act he is bruce wayne he is a self-entitled whiny rich boy <laughs> wow you are so it, to be fair was... affleck was the bomb in phantoms just to say that so he was, <laughs> was... He, was he was the bomber's batman <laughs> he was i was so excited when they made this made the announcement that like bat yeah. like bat Batfleck <laughs> was going to be playing Batman because I remember like I've followed Kevin Smith like for years and he always used to tell the story that why Ben Affleck did Daredevil because he always made the impression he's never going to play a Batman and he really wanted to do something that Frank Miller had done so he was like and I'll do Daredevil because that's the only opportunity I'm going to have and for then to get Batman and the backlash that he got from it I was heartbroken I was like yeah. oh no like he's going <laughs> to do so well <laughs> did you see the work he put in the absolute size he got he was an absolute unit standing mm-hmm. next to Henry Cavill he dwarfed him yeah he did was like, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I really really liked Ben Affleck as Batman but it's probably yeah. it's not my favourite he just didn't get the good films that's all it was. If you got a good film, if you got somebody who, if you got a, a someone or like a writing team that didn't just say, "I'm going to take this comic and I'm going to take this one and we're just going to go like that yeah. and mush it all together," he probably stood a chance. Um, I might be way out of field here, and I might <laughs> get the piss taken right out of us. But I really, I I only watched the most re- like the older Batman films not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And I really love Val Kilmer. Yes. <laughs> I really fucking enjoyed Val Kilmer yes. as Batman. I liked mm-hmm. him as Bruce Wayne and I loved him as Batman. And I was like, yep. why do people have such a problem with this? I'll give you I'll give you it in two words. Bat nipples. Wasn't that Clooney? Nope, no, no, it was Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Yeah. Well, that, that just shows Kilmer how much attention I right. was paying because it's a I Joel Schumacher this. thing. It, it wasn't yep. any of the actors' choices. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't. 
and I just thoroughly enjoyed his performance. I was like, I was very much gripped. I thought, yeah, that's a, that that looks like Batman. He acts mm. like like that's how I would expect yep. it to be. And I really enjoyed Val Kilmer. No, it's not a bad choice. You feel I'll, I'll say Clooney wasn't a bad Bruce Wayne, shall we say? Um, yeah. But like I say, in the movies, it, it was hard to argue. But probably for me, it's probably uh, Kevin Conroy. Like mm. that after watching the cartoon again it just brings back the memories and uh, as Steph said before the flawless and perfect Arkham Asylum is mm. to date still not to be beaten like gameplay wise like even The Last of Us is probably the close second to my favourite games I've ever played because Arkham Asylum I actually felt like I was Batman playing that game and yeah. Kevin Conroy's voice it just like I said just gives you the warm and fuzzies me. He, he actually he actually cares about Batman. Yeah, like that was the... like he cared. He like he he took it as like a like a badge of honor to be the character rather than like you know I'm gonna yeah. get to be in the Hollywood blockbuster like because he was never you know mm. I mean he did have one you know movie uh, Masculine Phantasm <laughs> which nobody saw because it came out the same week. It was as Batman and Robin I think yeah. or something or forever. Oh, really? uh, yeah, but. No, when he talks about it, it's like super sweet because he like he actually he knows like the good that the Batman character can do, and he was like mm-hmm. like head and shoulders above anyone else who's ever voiced the Bat, in my opinion. He was um, also good in it when he was in the multiverse uh, thing with the Flash and the Arrow, um, like the yeah. crossover. Uh, apart from the fact that it was in Batgirl, so you know, automatically blows. Uh, oh, don't diss it too. <laughs> the, now, the now deleted Batgirl. Yeah, um, I mean that that says it all. Like literally, mm-hmm. they got rid of the main part and then went season two. Nah, get rid of it. But yeah. Um. So like when 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 you've said that, Paul, like, what's your favorite incarnation of Batman? Like everyone's gone straight to actors, but like my mind goes just to like character design and like mm. for me it's uh season three of the animated series when they changed the animation style maybe season four but everyone got pointier mm-hmm. and i really like i really like like kind of big pointy ears batman yeah. like batfleck had little stubs and i was like <laughs> no and batfleck killed people and i was like no 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 i want to leave the cinema <laughs> Nope. Every every <laughs> incarnation has killed Ev. someone. Keaton we, put we dynamite in a clown's pants. I don't give a crap. Um, <laughs> we, we say we say in this group, do not gatekeep, but Batman is the one thing I will gatekeep. At the end of the day, he doesn't kill them. He cripples them with medical bills so they top themselves. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's conjecture. so deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's overruled. Um, no, uh, it's I just Batman. Batman doesn't kill. That's the that's the closest time. Like I think Paul, I felt that joker pain when <laughs> when batflick started shooting machine guns out of his car at people um and i'm just like no i don't know and he picked up a gun like i know mm. it was a stupid dream but like that's like a massive thing in like batman beyond that batman kevin conroy's batman quits being batman when he, he has a heart attack and nearly picks up a gun to defend himself and he's mm-hmm. like ah gotta quit so like <laughs> honestly if these stupid movie directors keep on making Batman okay with guns and murder, then I'm going to become the Joker. <laughs> oh or maybe God. already have. The heel <laughs> turn is happening uh, now. We'll, we'll just pull that argument to one side and say it started with the comics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <'Cause> it did. <laughs> uh, no, no, it did. It was a, I think it was a 1970s uh, edition uh, comic that uh, Batman actually killed someone because I think Grant pulled it up when I, when I had me rant saying, Batman yeah. doesn't kill. 
Grant has yep. one point. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but there is a before Kevin Conroy and an after Kevin Conroy Batman, in my opinion. <laughs> Starts with Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I shot in the chat to Pattinson tasered someone in the face. I, no, a face. I really enjoy the idea of it being like BC, but like before Conroy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. We've, we've just started that now, so that it's, it's, it's in canon. It's easy. Yeah. But yes. So, yeah. Steph, what about you? Does this you? mean Kevin Conroy's a religion now? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, I I was kind of more with Jake. I thought we were talking about, like, iteration as in, like, oh, this was, like, the franchise. So, mm-hmm. if we are talking about actors, obviously, Kevin Conroy, may he rest in peace, mm-hmm. um, cannot be surpassed. But if we're talking about physical actors... Mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson and y'all can fight me on this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to dispute. No one that, will no. fight you on this. We really enjoyed Robert Pattinson. There are people to this day in March 2023 <laughs> who are like, "No, it, it, it's ridiculous." I'm like, you just don't like him because he was in Twilight. But you've got a Twilight not fan Paul. here, so it's okay. Say, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think he's about as close as anyone's gotten to what I want to see live action. I think. Yeah, well, he's, it's like a film noir where he's an actual detective and these yes. people that are kicking off and saying stuff like that, they clearly haven't seen films like Water for Elephants. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. Yes, he's yes. a good actor. He's a fucking hell of an actor and he was Cedric Diggory as well, so let's not forget that. I didn't that. give a toss about that. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> those are all badly acted. Don't, don't bring those yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, um, I, I think Robert Patterson does get on Julie here because of his past with it being the Twilight Boy. Um, also, as well, everyone keeps on saying the emo Batman, but you have to what? you have to remember of all the emo Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's just people not under that's just boys not understanding things because like yeah. if you wear a cowl, you've got to black your eyes, otherwise you'll see like the parts your behind eyes. like around <laughs> the eyes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's face it: every single iteration of Batman is literally forty-two and mad at your dad. Yeah, every single one of them, and he's dead. <laughs> like, how way? I'm halfway but think, there. But I think with the Robert Pattinson one as well, it's it's Batman finding his feet. It's Batman not sure who yeah. he is. It's Batman because yeah. as you I, like spoilers, the story is he's all about vengeance, and then he realizes he's about hope. So that's sure. the turning point, and it's, it's a change. That's the message of Batman. What yes. am I? I'm throwing things out so passionately. <laughs> no. One of my favourite parts of the animated series were these little snippets of Bruce Wayne working with the community, like mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne volunteering at a homeless shelter and like handing out food. Bruce Wayne getting people back on their feet and helping people into employment, doing things to help the community, taking ownership of like he has this privilege, he has this power, and he can help in two ways. And that is Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I really hate when it's just like, no, he's this solitary man. He doesn't need family. He doesn't need friends. It's yeah. all about the mission. I'm like, could you like, if you just shift your eyesight like a little bit this way and mm-hmm. look at the periphery, you'll say, look at all these friends and family he has. Look at all the good he does. So mm-hmm. pay attention. Yes. I think like I think nerds are scared to like admit that part because they'll see like a character who's all like spiky and like covered in like black metal and they're like, Hell yeah, this guy's so cool. He's me, and it's like, <laughs> and yeah. it's like that, and it's well, like that. And the Y fronts for the bowl of Cheetos. Yeah, 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 and like 
yeah whereas the, the missing the 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 true thing about batman as you were saying it's like the altruism he's like the best of us like literally <laughs> like fair enough like dc like always get criticism for having like um like unobtainable gods as their characters or whatever but sometimes it's nice to read a story about like the best possible version of a human (laughs) yeah yeah if i can be philosophical for a second and i'm going to be (laughs) it's a lot easier to look at a character and be like well i can't attain that though because i don't have the money and i i physically can't bench press that i can't lift the door off myself is what i learned today (laughs) and you know these are just shortcomings we have but the things that make Batman a great character are things that we can do. And it's mm-hmm. a lot harder to accept in yourself that actually, if I wanted to emulate this guy, I could start by helping in the community. I could start by being a decent person. And some people just don't want to do that. They want the excuse of, yeah, I know, but I'm not rich. My parents didn't get killed in yeah. an early way, so I can't do it. <laughs> I'll kill your it. parents. I'll do it. <laughs> But you're just not looking at the bigger picture if that's all you're seeing from Batman, because you're absolutely right. There is just so he's just so much more complex than just little rich kid angry at the world. Yeah, I do it's feel sorry for any orphans around him because he seems to just adopt them and, and bring them in. So we've got a teacher to kill now. Oh, not not kill. Sorry, to I mean, <laughs> Paul, you, you're criticizing coming from a man who has made his own found family and nerdy up north. <laughs> like, oh my god, Paul's Batman. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying uh, it, but we've never seen him and Batman in the same place at the same time. So uh, I would be good, the villain. Good, good is I would never be the hero of the story. <laughs> if you're looking for a second Robin, I'm ready ready for you my dude okay just, just let me know we're ready for you yes <laughs> uh, i do get what you're saying there though paul i mean i was watching batman versus superman the other day and tell me anybody else you know when he runs through uh like the way an enterprise is built and he grabs that little girl mm-hmm. and he asks where mm-hmm. the mother was and she points up at the floors that are on fire did anyone else expect him to start stroking her hair saying shh it's okay robin <laughs> <laughs> your name's ashley it's okay robin shh. That's, that's that's the new director's cut i think um but saying that though, uh, um, the Batman and Superman film did get a lot of hate. But if you, because did you ever watch the director's cut of it? No. Yeah. <laughs> it I, own the director, I own the director's cut. <laughs> give, give us a second here. <laughs> if I walk, if I walk out the cinema, I'm not going to buy the director's cut. <laughs> the director's cut does have a, have a longer bit of information, but it explains a lot more. It, it, it explains yeah. the star bit a lot better because it's. Um, it's it's not just like say Lois. It's uh, uh, the guy taking the pictures. I've forgotten his name now. He's the the camera dude from uh, Jimmy Olsen. Yes, he's Jimmy Olsen. Um, so that gets explained in the director's cut because you didn't. You just think he's just some random guy, but it's actually Jimmy Olsen. That gets oh the, yeah, the murder the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you find out Lex's plan with the like say the bomb more. It goes into explaining like that because yeah. Lex Luthor's more clever and more conniving. Um, it shows oh, Superman being more like vulnerable as well. So it is a better film. And but if you need a separate cut <laughs> to make the film make sense, it probably wasn't a good film to start with. Like, and that's but obviously that's like on. Any... Yeah, it's obviously like a- it's not alien? one person's fault. Mm-hmm. It's just a- um... the greatest book of all time has seven minutes extended footage that makes the film so much better. I know, but I, I can understand Steph's thing. If if that's the cut that they release, why didn't they release the director's oh, yeah. cut? Yeah, because uh, they never did. It's called yeah. the director's cut. Yeah, well, well look at Blade. What... But if you look at Blade Runner, it's seven different copies of it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what the um, uh, David 
is it David Eyre who did Suicide Squad? Yeah, 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 when he was all hyped up, he was on Comic Con, he was, you know, we're better than Marvel and blah, 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 and really giving it the big guns. And then when it was released, and everyone went, oh, he went, oh, don't worry, don't worry, it's okay. I have a director's cut. It's fine. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> like, either he proper went on the, I, like, this is, the, I've got something better. It's okay. Yeah, because yeah. I think with that one, like say when the <clears throat> with the edit of the film, the Comic Con trailer was done by a music video editor. <clears throat> yeah, and they thought, oh, and they thought everyone liked that their look of it. Where David's Ayer's, Ayer's version was completely different, so they got the I actual. I think that's the yeah. guy who did it. I yeah, it is David Ayer. It's David Ayer. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember which Suicide Squad are you talking about? The original the one, first, the, okay. the first one, not got the James it. Gunn one, because that I love that yeah. one. Oh, the yeah. James Gunn one's class. But yes, so. With, I know. Um, with, with like the suicide squad and stuff, um, that obviously the release the air cut campaign went absolutely mass- massive after we got the Snyder cut. Yeah. So that that's when that really blew up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely enjoyed it. No, yeah. no, I, I, yeah, but it's just yeah, it's another part of that whole like the fans trying to take over thing because it's everything's yeah. now a something cut whenever like yep. whenever a bad movie comes out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I know because we're talking about like say releasing um, <clears throat> Batman Forever. There's a different version of that one as well, a longer Batman version of Forever. Batman Forever. The one with uh, J- Jim Carrey and oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Jones. I really enjoyed Batman for a little bit. For a little bit. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, for a film. You know what confused me about that? It's like I think I've, I've probably mentioned this before. Sorry if I'm doubling up stuff because we have talked Batman, but like Jim Carrey in that film is basically playing the Joker, but as the Riddler. Yeah. It was very confusing yeah. as a child. Yeah. It, uh, it it's the same as Batman versus Superman. Jesse Eisenberg played Lex Luthor as the Joker, as Charlotte's just said in the chat. And mm. he just uh, that's came the one thing I could not get my head around just... with that. I can I can watch that I can watch Batman versus Superman and think nothing of it and just think like oh it's an alright film but it's him I just cannot get away with him being Lex I don't know it's just, so rather than talking about things we don't like let's talk about things we do like well, <laughs> Brown is Lex Luthor Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor yeah Michael Rosenbaum but going back to like say the the early inter- integrations as well, because I know, like as you said, we've all read the comics and seen co- comics. What what was your favorite story arc in the comics mm. version of Batman? That's so hard. Mm. That is so hard. I can I can go quickly. Um, so like <laughs> when when New Fifty Two came out, they um they re redid Detective Comics, um, mm. and you got a tiny little maybe like nine issue run where it was like back to like Batman being an actual detective. I mean, he was still using like super high tech stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it was like a, like, you know, he was still like scanning people with his weird cowl, like vision thing. Mm -hmm. So like, it was like in that sci-fi vein, but -hmm. like, it was really nice to have a little, little like slower paced thing. But then the new 52 was just like, Oh, now everything's a crossover. Death in the Family, Court of Owls. <laughs> it's like, and it just flew off the hinges again. Um, but it had like a small little part where it was like, oh, Batman's like being stealthy. He's like sneaking. He's not just like flying like, you know, a spaceship mm. into things. <laughs> um, no, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I did. I did like the 52 run. I thought, mm. as you said, went back to Bat Basics, shall we say? Um, bit, with, yeah. with, with certain stories and st- like brought different characters in really well. Um, 
but like I say, I, I love the call of the owls. That like I say, I think they were probably one of the more, most interesting bat villains we've had, like I say, in the last few years. And I, I'm hoping we do get more inter- integrations with them and like Gotham society as well. I would I, love that because like I think like it it suffered I think from being split across all the comics. But mm-hmm. yeah, it would be cool if they actually like focused in on that for a little bit. But yes, I, I was a big fan of the like the Court of the Owl stuff as well, so it was always quite interesting. Oh, something went oh, wrong there. Paul's then? disappeared on my screen. Oh my god, Paul, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, just he's back. back. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Well done. You all been watching and bought the Court of the Owls. So yeah, sorry, I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, you got no. <laughs> Yes. Um a little bit of misdirection there, but yes. Uh, we're not, we're, see, we're not all... Uh, Steph's not the only one that came with props. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the Court of the Owls story was one of my favourites of the of the latest in- integration, but the two that always stick out for me is, like, my ultimate favourite is The Last Halloween. I just love how mm. that plays out and that... that like, uh, like, is that... that lo- sorry, is that long? Long Halloween, Halloween sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. it's okay. I only asked in case there was an, another, like an updated version or something <laughs> oh, that I wanted to check out. Um, <laughs> just how they brought all the characters in and yeah. um, like the artwork and it was absolutely beautifully done as well. It was very um, like of its time, not like ultra modern, ultra clean. It was like gritty and dirty. Is that but... is that still blue Batman as well? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like I like a bit of blue Batman. I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> but... <laughs> And I know, um, probably because the, the, I went off comics for a little while as well, just because you, you got an explosion of all different ones and things. But the one comic that I always used to get us back in was the Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought the writing in that was just poetic at times, like the whole monologue with um, like that they used for Batman and Superman to promote it, uh, with uh, Batman saying Clark, um, like. It, I just want you to know that it's me that's beating you. I'm not going to try and do it again. I think I did it in a previous you episode. You have done it, but you uh, have done it before. And it just gives us chills whenever I hear it or read it. It's just, like I say, a perfect Batman writing as well because it's grumpy-ass, old-ass Batman. So he's, yeah. like, very cantankerous and angry. But, yeah. That's like, <laughs> I but I could go back. I could keep going listening. Like say, like I love uh, Hush. Hush is like say some of the oh, great. Like just, just if we just don't talk about part two, but uh, the first part of Hush is just brilliant. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll leave that the next bit to the to the proper Batman expert, shall we say? We'll go to Steph <laughs> for the next one. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a bat historian. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with that. I just like. <laughs> It makes I, me happy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, I, I'm wasted where I am. If I could just work as the fact checker at DC, that's <laughs> all I want. I, it's so hard to pick one. Obviously, Hush, mm-hmm. amazing. All the uh, Gotham by Gaslight. A lot of the Elseworlds like hit, see, like hit you missy, but that one is just like chef's kiss. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I really like um, the Gates of Gotham. Right. Um, I think it's really like it's really interesting to look at Gotham City as sort of its own character, how the architecture informs the people in a way. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. I love that um, arc. Um, current run wise, I I deeply miss Tom King, and a lot of people didn't really connect with his run on Batman, mm-hmm. and I think that's because he is 
primarily a romance comic and but that worked so well like it wasn't a detriment to Batman having to develop his relationship with the other um, Mm -hmm. members of the Bat family and to actually have a working relationship with Catwoman it was just it was adorable and I really enjoyed I think the best starting point I didn't really care for like I am Gotham or Mm -hmm. I or any of that kind of like the victim syndicate that was whatever yeah but um the war of jokes and riddles has one of my favorite weird little put downs it's like when they're all sitting together at Wayne Manor because you know Bruce Wayne has uses can you believe (laughs) full circle back to that argument from before and it's just these beautiful panels of Joker sitting down enjoying a meal with Riddler and mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. And like at the end of the day, I'm the Joker. He's the Riddler. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, who cares about the Riddler? <laughs> and I I love that line. To this day, I'm still like, that that feels so mm-hmm. very harsh because in the next moment, Riddler wants him dead. I'm like, that's that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I oh, really I like, like that. that. Yeah. I like that idea. No, I like um, the that because like the a lot of the rebirth stuff kind of was hit and miss because when they like announced it, I was like really excited because they were going to do the Doomsday Clock, uh, have the Watchmen integration, like say, and when we saw and when we finally got it, it was interesting, but it could have been so much more, shall we say? But the, the romance side of it, I love the like the writing when it came to like the the Batman and the Catwoman stuff leading up to like the wedding and how it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers, anyone, if you haven't read it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the way my heart broke. Yes. <laughs> but like the panels, like I, I, I think I've got uh, in the, in the loft, uh, I put up the two issues where you had him in his suits and then the same issue was her in a dress, like say in the mirror. And um, he was like getting excited and it was like Batman and Selena's finally going to, well, Bruce, sorry. And Selena's finally going <laughs> to, like settle down and like do this thing, like this dance that they've been doing for so many years, and it's just like then it was kind of like a disappointing ending where it's like oh they've been tricked by uh, I've forgotten who it was now it was some of the uh, rogue gallery that uh, sent wrong invites so uh, like they turned up at the wrong places and stuff like that and I was just like oh you've went there with that this was so beautiful until <laughs> that aspect but yeah and then you got the spin off where the Catwoman series that we've got now that, mm-hmm. that's when that started off from her leaving Gotham and finding her own uh own type of thing mm-hmm. oh. yes does does a character leaving the hometown the comic hometown ever work out though <laughs> like for anyone because I remember when Nightwing like went off to like Boston or something and I'm like I don't know about this guys <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to work out. (laughs) Did Um, you guys read uh, Nightwing number 100? No. No, I didn't. Okay, well, cute little spoiler ahead for you guys. There's this beautiful scene at... uh, Okay, further spoiler, guys, Alfred's dead. A cute little scene (laughs) at Alfred's Alfred's gravestone. And it's just just Dick and Bruce talking to each other. Like, they're still in their suits, but no masks. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's this really interesting moment of it's both Nightwing and Bruce, uh, Batman as like protege and mentor, but also Bruce and Dick as father and son. 
And mm-hmm. Bruce finally says like he's proud, like what Alfred would tell me to do is tell you how I feel and how I feel is that I'm mm-hmm. proud of you and I love you. And then there's this just beautiful scene of Dick throwing himself at Bruce and hugging him. And mm-hmm. I sobbed openly when I read it. Yeah, I think I didn't read the issue, but I think I saw the screenshots uh, when they announced it. And yeah, it was quite like a, a moment because that's probably, as I said, it's probably the, I know he's got Damien and stuff, but he's the closest son that he'll probably love, shall we say, <laughs> um, that he'll have in the comics type thing is is good old Dick. He's the most, most loyal subject, shall we say. <laughs> I'm really yeah. excited for the dawn of DC stuff. Mm, I've heard good things about it as well. Um, because it's supposed to be well, it's all getting rebranded again, isn't it? The the, the throwing oh, away the, the the rebirth stuff. So we're getting there. But to be honest, it, it, with Jim, because it's it is Jim Lee, isn't it? Jim Lee's in Jim charge Lee. of uh, like yep. say, the, the stuff now, and he's not made any bad decisions, shall we say? So... No, not really. They're not to be honest. If this is their next, if this is their next one after Rebirth, they're doing a hell of a lot better than what Marvel do because Marvel just every six months go right, reset the button. Mm-hmm. We're all going back to issue one. Um, so that's a, that's probably a really positive that Rebirth, and that was a while ago now. Yeah, yeah, it feels five minutes ago, but, but I remember it, going it, to for, Forbidden Planet and saying, "I need every one of these. These are going to be worth a fortune," and they never were. <laughs> <laughs> um, Comic book wise, it's really difficult because I I've only just started to get into Batman comics. Even though my second ever comic book I read was The Killing Joke, mm-hmm. um, I wrote you a list and I didn't send it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Killing Joke was the second comic book I ever read. That I just I read it because it was it's it's a famous book. I love Alan Moore. Yeah. It was you know and. That's a super mean one like start off with though. It, it is really. And it, do you know what? There was a lot of it I didn't quite understand until I heard Grant Morrison talking about it. And it really opened up. I was like, oh, okay. I don't just have to take the literal sense of what I'm reading here. I can really kind of look beyond things. Um, and that kind of changed me, me opinion on Killing Joke. Um, but... Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum is just absolute fucking perfection. It is a mm-hmm. bitch to read, but it is perfection. <laughs> I have a hard disagree there, I'll be honest. <laughs> That's I mean, fine. It is beautiful though. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful book, yeah. end, but it is a bitch to read. I, I think I think that happened to me. Like it got recommended so many times and I kind of got on like comicsology and I was like, I kinda I hate everything about this. <laughs> I had to keep like I was reading it on a laptop and had yeah. to keep moving the laptop around. And I'm dyslexic. Like, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, you know, when you were saying about Dark Knight Returns and stuff, Paul, like, mm-hmm. I think the artwork really put me off that as well. I don't know if that's just me, where, like, if, if I don't like the artwork, I can't, like, sit there and read the comic. I get but, that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, I understand that. Sorry, it, was just, it was just like a walking tour of the asylum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and but I like, love that. I I liked it, but I just didn't think it was... I I would I would love to see something like it again though. Yes, yeah, so maybe I, something a bit more readable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something story wise type thing because it was just Batman locked in the sand. But yeah, that's I think apparently that was what uh, Ben Affleck's Batman was supposed to be like. His movie was going to direct. That's what it was based on. Like mm. that comic no. where Batman gets locked in the asylum. 
and he's just finding yep. his way around. Affleck's Batman was going to be versus Deathstroke. That's I know Deathstroke was going to be in it, but that was going to be the premise behind it, where yeah. it was basically locked in the asylum, and it was basically all the like the villains and stuff like getting unlocked at different times to try and get to him. That'd be oh, so good. One of, one of my favorite references in the Arkham Asylum game is that as you progress through the game and you keep mm-hmm. going back to where the final showdown is, they're mm-hmm. slowly building like the front cover of a serious house on serious earth. I always mm-hmm. loved that. It's like, hang on, we're busy. We're going to fix oh, it, but we'll get there. Such a hardcore yeah, fan. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, you keep going past that central courtyard, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when I first, I got like the first arc, I'm like, is this what they're doing? And then I came back later, I'm like, that's what they're doing. That's really funny. <laughs> I have, um, I've just not long finished um, The Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. That was... That was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I've just recently bought... Now, I need to say this right, because I know there's two versions of it. I have the most recent one. I have the... Um, oh, God, what's his name? The writer, Snyder. Help me. Scott. Thank you. Um, I have his, which is... Is it a death death in the family or death of the family? Death in... Oh. Because there's uh, two. Death in was first. There's, there's, de- there's death in and there's death of. I'm going to turn around. Hang on. Because <laughs> uh, death, death of the family, of the family is... is 50. Death yeah. of the family, yeah. Because death yeah. in the family is the first one from the, I want to say, 80s. That is 80s. That's the birth of the Red Hold. Yes. And then there's mm-hmm. the, the, that that one. I've just bought that. That's mm-hmm. the one I'm... I'm Attempting to read because it'll be forever. It'll sit on my bedside table for a while before I eventually go right tonight's night. I'll just read it and I'll read it all in one night. (laughs) Yeah, the first one's when Jason Todd uh, gets his comeuppance for thinking he knows better than Bruce. Shall we say? (laughs) I'll kill you. (laughs) 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 We'll have a Lazarus pit around somewhere. Don't worry. Now, Uh, now Red Hood is allowed to use guns because. Fair enough, go with God. Little so, Jason Todd. I, I have my prop gun here, but then I wasn't sure if I could show it on stream. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Look at it. Oh, nice. That's, that's actually quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm cute. Yeah. <laughs> it counterbalance. Yes. Yeah. It's a so, nice little prop. So with you like dressed as like Jason, so yeah. so what is it that kind of leads you towards like you say like say the red hood? Um, daddy issues. Right. <laughs> oh, what an answer! <laughs> it's it's hard to say. I think part of it is that I loved the tragedy of uh, mm. Red Hood. Like mm-hmm. Under the Red Hood was one of the earliest uh, graphic novels that I read, so the character interested me. I went back and read some uh, of when Jason was Robin, and he was just so goofy. Mm-hmm. He was just a goofy little boy. Mm-hmm. He was just stealing tires off the Batmobile. Why not? Mm-hmm. And he was he was just fun. And he met Wonder Woman. He was like, "Wow!" And <laughs> that that's me as fuck. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, that's great." And then this awful thing befell him. Mm-hmm. And the way people grieve for him in the comics was interesting. And for him to come back from that. And to see how he had, had people had just forgotten about him, that mm-hmm. Bruce had moved on and that really no one cared mm-hmm. that Bruce Wayne had lost one of his rampant orphans because mm-hmm. he just got a new one. Yeah. 
and oh. he was just so replaceable to the people of Gotham and he could deal with that but the fact that he was replaceable to Bruce really hurt him especially when you see uh the scenes where he loses his family mm-hmm. to like drugs and things like that so that was harsh and then to see him like find a new family with um Arsenal for example mm-hmm. um fun fact if you want if you wanted help from them all you had to do was call Red Arse on the phone. <laughs> Obviously, no Brits were asked about that. Right. <laughs> so he's like, he's equal parts tragic, but he's also like, the thing is, he does have like a high school education, which mm-hmm. means that he was killing drug lords by night. And then at daytime, <laughs> at daytime, going to school because he really wants to get his education. <laughs> and he likes Jane Austen. I like Jane Austen. Oh. And I just think if you gave me a chance, mm-hmm. I would be an amazing wife to Red Hood. <laughs> all I want. So, so that's basically like your, your Tinder profile now. Saying like, saying, if there's a Red Hood out there, or Jason plays uh, plays swipe uh, was it swipe right or swipe left? I don't know. Say, My Tinder down. profile already mentions Batman. Don't you worry about it. All right. <laughs> before we before we jump into the next topic, Kev. Comic book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't uh, see it. Sorry, love. No, no, I, did. I, I, I did at the start and then everyone started talking. Um, oh. Nightfall. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nightfall. With yep. a K. With a K. Nightfall with a K. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's called. I've never My heard book. of it. It's when uh, Bane breaks the bat. Yes. Oh, right. Oh. fucking fantastic because when it takes Bane out. out of the mindless henchmen into the realm of he's the most like he's the most intelligent serial killer out there mm-hmm. figures out who the bat is destroys the bat that's all mm-hmm. he wanted yeah all because he had very simple motivations <laughs> money yeah. oh. and he wanted to beat the best and yeah, all because all because Todd McFarlane was ready to start up Image Comics DC went we're gonna break Batman's back <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and so, then they got the most, and then he like named the most like nineties guy to replace him. What was it like Azrael or Azazel or whatever? Yeah. Azrael. He was, oh, he was basically was like he was like Spawn. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, like, well, it was really Spawn. a massive to Todd McFarlane, wasn't it? Actually, Massively. he's he's like if you mix Spawn and Moon Knight together, but like yeah. he was like nineties as fuck, and he had like a flaming sword or something like that. Isn't, yeah. isn't he in the game? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. You have to do like weird combat challenges where you're not allowed That's to get it. hit once, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "You're not but, good enough yet." Yeah, but if, you're, <laughs> if you are a pro gamer, super easy. Uh, that's, that's why I sucked <laughs> no. at that one then. But yeah, yeah Nightfall is <clears throat> an interesting one there because it, it, uh, it it's more psychological with the bat as mm-hmm. well. It doesn't mm-hmm. just go in, like it's more warfare because the first half of the comic is just being basically releasing all of Batman's like main villains out of Arkham and Batman's got like working night and day destroying himself like mind body and soul uh to get all these people back and he's like he's blaming himself for some reason that they've escaped so Bane actually waits till he's at his weakest to take him down and the artwork and everything in the comic is just like I say it is Mm. very 90s comics uh, wise but it is absolutely stunning the way it works out so that like uh, full page spread of the backbreaker is it like did. nuts <laughs> it's beautiful the, though it's this drawn. is this is what i want to see going forward because i'm sick of the mindless henchmen bane um like 
uh, Batman and Robin being that was just awful. Just give him a top hat; it's fine. He can be a chauffeur. Or Tom <laughs> Hardy's <laughs> best impression. Yeah, or Tom Hardy's best impression of Adam Sandler. <laughs> he is just absolutely, he is absolutely awful when he stood on the tank outside the court and he sat there hmm totem pole do we resemble it's like how am man you do just you, not think... you, you sound like yoda doing an adam sandler impression he was fucking awful the, the voice aside and we all know how i feel about tom hardy do you not think visually he looked all right no, yeah he was fat no he wasn't muscle he was fat he had bigger tits than me I, like I did, the mask was a bit too big, but I think like yeah. imposing wise, he he seemed fine to me. Um, like he, I'm he wasn't just, big enough; he was just fat. I really, <laughs> I really like that kind of that nightfall vibe though, because like I think people, I think the people making the movies like forget that on Batman's best day, he can pretty much take down anybody. But it is cool seeing the writers write around that yeah. where they're like. Oh, but yeah, like, you know, we'll have to do this thing where, like, like the long Halloween's another one where, like, everybody gets out and he's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, that's the only way you get close to beating the bat is if you, like, if you literally, like, throw everything at him. Like, I want to see awful. some more kind yeah. of smart villains in the movies. <laughs> I've my, see only, the, uh, my only uh, argument would be well, as well, that, which with, with, with Batman is basically he's a billionaire. Why doesn't he invest in better security and, like, say a thing with Arkham Asylum? Because every fucker can get out of that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's not really hard it. at this point, is it? They've literally just got to knock on the door. Can I go, please? And let, let me out. out. <laughs> um, the ending of Long Halloween, mine, did actually blow my mind. I'm not going to lie. I sat there and went, like, excuse me? You what? <laughs> yes. I've never had a moment where, I've, apart from, um, I think, the only time I've done a, <gasps> like, a gasp, proper like out loud gasp was when i read um old man logan mm-hmm. and that little bit of twist in there and i went oh my god that was i really enjoyed that book i am um, i sometimes wish i could erase my memory so i could go back and do it all over again <laughs> but going back to like say the rogue gallery i know we've touched upon as well because <laughs> i've said it before i don't think batman has been surpassed with any villains wise that i think villain wise it, it is the top top tier villains that mm. batman does come against and hitting the joker out of it because i know like i say we've seen every incarnation of the joker that could be what villains would you like to see if there's any like in the new robert patterson version because i know it's it's going to happen but what would you like to see and who would you like to see i don't know if this <laughs> I Professor, I don't, Professor oh, Pig. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Let, let me tell you about Professor Pig. <laughs> he's a fucking psycho. Right. And oh no, I do know who he is. Sorry. Yes, I do. He is terrified. Something in like or in the Dollmaker family. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I think someone who is straight up just serial killer this time. Mm-hmm. Um. Or, for example, um, Cornelius Sturk. Um, I really enjoyed the Batman Unburied podcast mm-hmm. and his voice. Yes. Is tingles. I love it. You know, some just someone who is, I mean, even if you want something a bit more mainstream, like Victor Zaz, I think this time mm-hmm. around, serial killer is the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, then you get to have the fun murder mystery, like kind of throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, just not. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It does work. Just something it on a works. more personal, on the street mm-hmm. level, as well. As long as they like, leave hush out of it. 
Yeah, they, they really a wordy for Hush. They did really want you to know, like, hey, we've read Hush, we know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was literally even spray painted on the wall. <laughs> it was just, yeah, they need to leave that alone. It's too early for that. Um, but I... serial killer is the way forward. Um, that's why I, I like literally have Sammy. How long have I been saying Dave Batista is Bane? Yes, mm-hmm. you have. <laughs> I will vouch for that. It's, it's right up there. Uh, Deathstroke. That would be Bring so Deathstroke cool. Again. He put them up against the bats. They're both smart. They're both intelligent. Um, Victor Zaz and Hugo Strange, Professor Pig, all right up there. They would be class. <laughs> uh, I have that one as well. <laughs> I think I've got nearly every Deathstroke pop now, thanks to me better half. Um, oh, sorry, we'll say the other half. She'll kill us for that. Um, <laughs> But really, um, and I think it's the way they're going because the poster is in the snow. I think we're going to get, uh, I think we're going to get uh, Mister Freeze, and I think that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, something super powerful. I'd love powered. to see Mark Strong as yeah. Mister Freeze. Who's Mark Strong? Another name from um, he's in he was, in, he was a bad guy from Shazam. Shazam, yes. <laughs> I think the guy who plays Shazam is the bad guy. <laughs> with, his, with his fake muscles, bless him. Oh, whoa, no, no, no. Who, yes. let, who let him on Twitter so close to the release? Oh, dear. oh God, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, PR team. I don't know if this is because I've re- I'm recently playing the game and his levels really get on my tit ends, but I really do enjoy the Sandman. Is it the Sandman? Yeah, correct. Like, yeah. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Thank <laughs> you. Why do I keep wanting to call him? I even said that, Anne. Because you're, you're a Marvel girl at heart. You don't want to give <laughs> up your Marvel like, fan girl <laughs> points there. Scarecrow gives you nightmares, Sandman brings you dreams. So, you know. <laughs> thank you, Keith. Not Marvel Sandman. <laughs> no. no. I mean, no, he might bring you some Sandman. sort of dreams, but they'll not be <laughs> Sandman. No. No. I thought Cillian Murphy was brilliant as Sandman. Uh, yeah. You've got me doing it now, Scarecrow. Cillian Scarecrow, Murphy. I'm so sorry. I really want, I really just want to. <laughs> I just want to see a bit more. I want to mm-hmm. see a bit more of what he can do. If that's what he can do to us in the game, like what more? Yeah. Like I just, I, I just like the level yeah. of fucked upness that comes from him. Not like in Nolan, where he just got all shaky and had maggots coming out of his eyes. Ooh. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the game version yeah. of Scarecrow mm-hmm. and that like twisted reality that he. Have can you ever create. seen? Have you ever seen what the did the turn Scarecrow in, in the animated series? <sighs> Because obviously, oh, like, it's, with, like, it the time loose. Yeah, like... it's like, so he started off as the regular, like, you know, like, bag head, you know, like, you know, sack on head man with a little pointy thing, like, Jack Skelly. I love that but Yeah, um, so they kind of, the when they did, like, the big animation rejig, they, kind of, they made him, like, as if it was, like, a zombie, like, with a top hat, yeah. like, the Undertaker, but, like, he had this noose hanging down as well. It was oh, very yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I genuinely liked it. Um, yeah. I, I think Scarecrow is a really good villain. He was just on Charlotte said in the chat. Crap in Titans. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't even got to that yet. As well, to be fair. Oh, Mad Hat is a good one. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really enjoyed, I don't think you guys have read it, um, Gotham, it was the Gotham Central series about like um, the lives of the GCPD, basically. Yeah, I've read yeah. that. That's what I thought the Gotham TV show was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, were we all disappointed? <laughs> it, it, isn't that coming out though, GCPD? I'd hope it, so. It's a good idea. A, apparently, it's coming out. I feel um, like I've heard was that. it Jeffrey Wright? Was it Jeffrey Wright who played Gordon in the film? Yeah, I've heard that. Like, say, I'm yeah. sure he signed up. 
I think, like I say, a lot of the DC stuff is still up, up in the air due to the shake up. Yeah. But I know I the Penguin season's been cast as cast because I think because Clancy, uh, Clancy, Brown, <laughs> uh, yes. Clancy Brown's been cast in in the Penguin uh, spin-off yeah. show. Is it still going to be Colin Farrell or, or not? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Colin Farrell. He was amazing. Yes, he Colin was fucking incredible. Was that man amazing. is just making the best choices at the minute, and, and I she's... am so happy for him. Mm-hmm. And she's a Venice Sheeran. It was amazing. I know. Uh, everyone goes silent. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Kev. I've not seen it yet, but I do uh, want to watch it. I'm because I'm just trying to think because um, I love the like say the the Batman like say the realism and like uh, like saying the gritty side of it. I love. Yeah. The serial killer, like like almost seven kind of feel of that one. Yeah, but I wouldn't be mad if they went a little bit like fantastical and like give us a villain that's like a little bit more comic booky. Like I know it'll probably never happen, but I wouldn't mind seeing like a version of Clayface or even yeah. um, Killer mm. Croc. Like, they saying, they saying... could do Clayface though. Mm. He could oh. just be a, like a special effects artist, mm-hmm. like a makeup yeah. artist. They I mean, do Clayface. It, I I really liked. The animated one where he was like a down and out actor who like yeah. couldn't do it anymore. Like that that's that's a kind of fun idea. Cause like Batman's all loves a good tragedy. Whether yeah. it's like with him himself or like every villain has the tragic backstory. Um but no, I'm with I'm with Paul. I wanna see some like more fantastical things. But I'm I'm not stupid enough to think like Killer Croc could carry a movie. It could for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, but the thing like is they could do Killer Croc. Um, did any of you watch the Mortal Kombat shorts on YouTube? Yes, Legacy, yeah. I think it was called. All I've got mm-hmm. to do is what they've done to Reptile. He had Harlequin's disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then like grew up wrong. <laughs> but I know, um, like say from watching Steph's uh, Instagram, she's a bit of a connoisseur of Killer Croc. Shall we say <laughs> she knows a little bit about him? Yeah, he has hyperkeratosis. He's very much just a normal man with a. Yeah real skin condition and then they started giving him like regenerative powers superhuman strength to make him more interesting the important thing is at all times he has been fuckable right. <laughs> i'm a fan of whaling well i'm um, guessing that was ribbed for your pleasure then wow. <laughs> like you know which one that's a really weird one i would want to see as well the ventriloquist and scarface yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, so yes even even if it was just for like like this is this is me. Like I'm not greedy about villains. Like, well, maybe I am. Put like put a bunch of them in. Like have Batman take someone down in the intro. That's cool. You know, like half an hour. Like give us like a couple. And so it doesn't always have to be like Batman versus the one guy. Because like I say, I mean, Batman's always going to win in a one on one with prep that, time. That's the thing though. With <laughs> how many times do we see them saturated with villains and it just doesn't work? Or it I turns into Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And yes. Amazing. <laughs> it depends, because as you said, if they do too many villains, it's always got to be like the lead up towards the end, like the big face off against all of them. And it's kind of like too much. But if they do it, like Jake suggested there, like have a villain been in the opening, seeing them take down, like say, uh, like, a, like Scarface would be quite interesting. Then the yeah. Penguin, did, almost like they've done... Like what they give us now, they give us all the three villains. Essence, we've got the penguin. Um, we'll discount oh. the joke because he was just like an afterthought. Um, yeah. Catwoman Riddler. and Riddler. Like, I had Falcone as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah Falcone. And, and you didn't really notice it because of the way that, like they played it out. It wasn't like a lead up to a big badass fight off. Mm. Like we got like in Spider Man No Way Home, where it's like everyone fighting each other, and it kind of turns into like a big blob of a mess. Not saying the film was a mess. 
but it does happen like with Batman in a way, but have it where it's like the story is, as you said, the Nightfall story where he's getting fucked over by all these villains throughout and taking them down one by one. Again, I think we're at the point now where we are oversaturated with origin stories. We we know how a lot of these characters came about. I don't want to say like Crime Alley and Martha and um, getting shot again. Uh, and why did you say that off, name? Um, <laughs> having a pearl ripped off a neck uh, one more time. I would love to see, just mm-hmm. as a little reference to it, not actually as a villain, I would love to see Ken Watanabe showing up as mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Even just in passing it, like a Wayne Manor party or something like that. Yeah, I think like I think this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. He like that was I did like that part of the movie. Like that was a good Razal Ghoul like switch around. Um yeah. but I think we're stuck in like Marvel mode where like everyone's like, Well that's not the same actor who who was the Joker before. That means yeah. it's a yeah. different storyline. And it's yeah. like, no, yeah. hang on, like I don't need to know backstories to Batman villains because like almost everybody knows them. Or you could mm-hmm. just do a quick Google if you're like, Oh, who's Bane? Like like I just want to see like a, a Batman that's like hit the ground running, but I feel like mm-hmm. every yeah. we just keep on getting put back to square one. Whereas like yeah. the comics and cartoons have all this time to get like a good base, and then you can like you can have like the cool stuff. You can have like the nightfalls and the like the death yeah. and the families and stuff. But like you gotta the need like the time to like make us care. <laughs> and exactly, yeah, and that's well, the thing because we we do love these characters and. You do get invested, and like you, you pass it on to like family members or friends and stuff. Mm. And again, Steph will probably never forgive us for this, but the one thing I did piss us off about the Red Hood storyline was the fact that they tried to give the Joker uh, a backstory by making him like a field comedian type thing, yeah. and that he was the Red Hood. It was yeah. like you don't Didn't need that it. with the Joker because a lot of the characters, it's the Michael Myers effect. You don't need no wise ill evil or he's bad. He just does fucked up things. Mm. Or you can and just that, have the weird legends like mm-hmm. around around that kind of thing where you can fill in your own backstory about the Joker. Like, well, that, I think that's, that's what they're always trying to do. Yeah, Heath Ledger. He never told anyone the same story twice. It was always mm-hmm. to know how I got these scars mm-hmm. and then a different story. That's you the best knew. way to do it. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to have a backstory, best make it multiple choice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is just brilliant. <laughs> You, if you, you spread that... false information, you never know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. If you, do you think when it comes to Batman, though, that a lot of it is more primarily focused on action and movement and stuff, and the story just get a little bit lost, whereas with the new one, I, I generally felt like the story came first and everything yes. else just mm-hmm. followed? No, 100%. That's why I liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was about 40, there was about 40 minutes of that story that didn't need to be there. I do get I do get the length of it because I did sit at the cinema and go, oh my God, this has been on for how long? But that was just because me arse was getting numb because of how long I'd been sitting in the cinema watching it. If I was at home and watching it, I wouldn't give that a second thought of how long mm. that film was. I just, yeah. I thought from start to finish, I was watching something where this, it felt like the story came first mm. and it was that was the important factor of it. The dialogue mm-hmm. in it was just absolutely superb. Um, yeah. The vi- visually, it was like watching a film noir, like film noir, like you've said before. And mm-hmm. um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like with Batman, sometimes that it's more to do with the yeah. 
Get more bang yeah. for your buck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, her, like, look at oh, look at all this special stuff that we can do, and and mm. look at all these. Look at the colours. Look yeah. at the colours. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know the best thing jump. about the new Batman. Mm? No one liners. Mm-hmm. Mm. Another yes. was thumb drive. Shit. What were you going to say, Steph? It looked like you were going to jump in a few times there, bless you. Oh, sorry. Oh no, um, I can't remember. <laughs> I got really interested in what was being said, and then forgot that I I could speak. I forgot I wasn't watching the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had that power. Steph, no, I thought you were just going to say something because you were like. Because I was watching, I was just like, "Oh, I'm very expressive." No, um, it's it's a difficult one because, as I said, with the film wise, I think you do miss out on. Although, forget that it's the detective story that draws you in. But going back to the animated side and like the animated show, that's the first thing. Watching it today, that's the first thing that you fall in love with, Batman. And fair enough, he. He plays on his gadgets. He's on his computer a lot. And like I say, I was always jealous of his computer because it never used to have like numbers on or letters. He just knew what button to press. He's, he's very magical, old Batman. Oh, can uh, I just say on, on that, like, that's my favorite part of Batman when he goes back to like research the bad guys just seen on the computer. Like, I'm all for that. <laughs> like, put more of that oh. in the movies. I'm just hoping he doesn't use Google or Wikipedia. <laughs> no, no, he's doing my research. He's got, he's got the microfiche. He's always scrolling through newspaper articles and being like, Hmm, Edward Teach. Hmm, like going through names and stuff like that. He's actually, he actually uses Bing. Bing. <laughs> Bing. Oh, <laughs> Bing Batmobile, yep. Yeah. But um like say watching the like the episode today, like I said, the the one with the Dr. Freeze, like he just literally pressed a few buttons and think and he went, Alfred, looking at all the components that that's been storing, I can see that he's building some gigantic freeze ray that's gonna kill Gotham. <laughs> it's like you got that from these? I was getting brilliant. I'm sold. I was all in. Yeah. But... <laughs> do you know, it's not a series that I've seen all the way through, and I do actually own them as well. It's, yourself. Do it. it's one of it's, it's one of my um, husband's favorites. Um, and it's back in the times. It's back in the times though when you didn't need you don't need to watch the whole thing. You can kind of mm. just dip in and out. It wasn't until a bit later when they kind of decided everything's a co- con- like connected universe, one big yeah. story. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's very clever the way it does as well. And I don't think many shows had the ball to do this, especially at the time where they have a part one and they don't give you a part two straight after. Oh, so they give you a part right, two, like three or four episodes afterwards and type thing. They've done that with the first episode as well. Because said it was like a Catwoman story. It was like part one. I was like, okay, I'll watch part two. And then the next story was about Man Bat. I was like, what the fuck? Am I having a stroke? Am I missing out something here? But yeah, uh, That just would not... One, Sorry? On Leather Wings was episode one, wasn't it? It's, no, it's um, production one. It's production issue uh, episode one, but then you get into weird stuff. All right. It's, um, it's, but that, it, that it, it wasn't shown first. The, the, the first one might have been the weird Christmas Joker episode or something like that. I don't know. Uh, There's that weird just stuff wouldn't stand it. now. No. <laughs> it would not stand now. People would absolutely lose their minds. Streaming services have really ruined the, you know, the anticipation and weight on things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy when an, a God, one series ended on a cliffhanger and people went nuts. It was Game of Thrones. That was it. Game of Thrones. They ended on a cliffhanger. How fucking dare they? And you had to wait until the next season come on to find out what happened. And yeah. people I lost mean, their minds. <laughs> nobody likes waiting a year for the next bit of the story. <laughs> it doesn't help with Game of Thrones. You were waiting for nearly two to three years, maybe. Like, well, it was a long time between. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, my mom also watches Criminal Minds. And in the season we're on, I want to give, I, I guess I won't give spoilers. I don't, I don't know how I feel about season? this. Twelve. <laughs> um, so a certain character is in jail and she's like, okay, ready to watch the next episode. But next episode, he's still in jail and the, the people are just continuing with the case. And she's mm-hmm. like, Seth, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, one, I was, I was not involved in the production. I'm so sorry to tell you this. <laughs> Two, like back in your day, You'd have to like, you know, get the TV guide, wait a week, learn some patience. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't get it right now. Wait for your dopamine hit. You had to be <laughs> there on the next bat time on the next bat, bat channel. channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to do for the bat, like the Adam West ones as well, wasn't it? That's how you they, they always used to leave it on a cliffhanger. Just will Batman get out of this now? <laughs> Find out <laughs> next time, Bat fans. Oh, Whatever. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> So it's all Adam West's fault with all these cliffhangers. Uh, <laughs> Bastard. Yes. But as a character-wise as well, like I know we've had so many different integrations. Like Some of them work, some of them don't. I know, uh, like I, said, I love the latest Titans. Um, I know it wasn't predominantly Batman, but when they brought like Batman into it, he was, like I say, the older, more yeah. angry, and like say, lost his patient, lost his cool Batman and stuff like that. Ian Glenn was great. Yeah. For a uh, moment. Mm-hmm. He was great. Certainly, I, I was, like I said, I was happy that we got like a more adult theme when it comes to Titans as well. It become like a bit ballsy as well. And I think with the TV shows, I know they're always scared to use Batman or use him in different ways. Uh, sometimes it's basically not down to the production value; it's basically down to what they allow them to do. I know the Flash and probably uh, Green, as we got Arrow, suffered a lot of it yeah. because basically Arrow just turned into basically a version of Batman that Oliver yeah. McQueen mm, wasn't yeah. ever going to be. Uh, and it was always hinted that, and it was kind of, that's why I stuck around with Arrow and Flash for so long, because you were like, they were hinting that Batman was going was in mm-hmm. that universe. Because they always said there's Wayne tech and stuff. I was going, going to bring Batman in one day, mm. and they just never did properly. I, did. I know we've got oh. Kevin Conroy, but it wasn't yeah. the Bat, like the way that I wanted to see Batman. Yeah. In. But it was still Batman. Mm-hmm. But you, I think you wanted to see Suit Up. Batman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. but I know. I, I know. We talked about it before as well. Like Gotham, like that. That kind of like, not anticlimactic because the premise of the show was yeah. good, but I just couldn't get on board when they start bringing Batman villains into it. And Commissioner Gordon was beating them without the help of Bat- uh, Bruce Wayne or Batman. And I was yeah. just like, this isn't kind of this. This is feels like I know, it's like not not gatekeeping or anything like that, but. It wasn't true to, to like my vision of of how it should have went. Mm-hmm. The I think I was one and done with that. Like mm-hmm. literally one episode and done because yeah, I, I was think it, yeah, it's just the idea of it, the and the look of it looked absolutely spectacular. But the some of the actors were good. Just mm-hmm. not that's just not me. There are standout yeah. episodes and plot points, but overall it was like yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just weird. Like, it was just a weird idea to even get that far and get to the screen. <laughs> I like the idea because they had the Smallville uh, idea where the start the, ep- the start was going to be like Bruce, like being a young kid, and the, e- the end was supposed to be you finally, when the show ends, is basically ba- uh, Bruce putting on the cape and cowl. It's si- similar to where Clark was supposed to be like going through Smallville, and the last episode was putting on the, the big S and, and mm. wearing the cape. Mm. Means hope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've only got the tattoo, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, you've got hope on you. Yes. But, oh, um... exactly. uh, I, I don't have one. I'm hopeless. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh bless you. Good will, she's oh. coming for you. Good will, she is after you. <laughs> well, we just replace them now anyway, so good will, you're out. Oh, don't say that. You'll get victory. a complex. <laughs> Flawless victory. Um, but yes, so just to go over as well, like I know we've talked about the animated stuff, but the animated movies as well. I know you talked about, like, say the the Phantasma one, like mm. the Batman ones, and especially the Justice League ones, have been like yeah. DC's staple or standouts yeah. for a lot of time that a lot of them can't touch. And I know Steph talked about the the comic, but the actual. Uh, animation and uh, like they brought out the Gotham by Gaslight. Yes, uh, is like I said, it, it shouldn't work, and the premise is so like weird. But when you watch it, it's perfect. It it is one of the best like animated TV uh, animated movies, shall we say? Because uh, it went straight to DVD, I think, didn't it? Or straight to Blu-ray. Um, straight to my heart. I'm, yes, <laughs> I'm not allowed to watch it. You're not allowed to watch it. Nope, because every time I watch it, um, Candy Team Wild Women gets stuck in my head and I'm singing it for weeks. And I can't sing. <laughs> um, me and Anth go through a phase of we'll not watch the animated movies for a while and then we'll remember they exist and go, right, we need to catch up now. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. And we'll have like about a year, nearly two years worth of movies to watch. And it always infuriates the life of us because when we finish one, we're just like, how can the live action not take from this and put it into what we can see like in real life like how did they get it so right i can answer that one go on then have you watched have you watched ninja batman, <laughs> batman ninja. there's a ninja batman? yes i have yeah. and, and that I... is the answer on why they shouldn't do that <laughs> oh, i don't i don't get it, it. Was batshit crazy it... i didn't hear it <laughs> i loved oh, it God. until the very end when they had bloody like kaiju fucking like megazord <laughs> things and it was just like oh this is hell yeah now i'm interested jx right right his note watch you heard, ninja you just batman heard kaiju and went, yes i'm in <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like so, sorry, no not cool uh, yeah sorry I was, if I if I answered Sammy, I'd say the movie makers are cowards. That's my answer. Nice <laughs> <laughs> one. Uh, I really tried hard to get uh, fellow coven bitch Kelly. Um, <laughs> that's the official term uh, to get into Batman, and it worked for a little bit because, mm-hmm. for reasons unknown, she got very attached to Damian Wayne. Right. Okay. Just, Strange choice. He's a little shit. Uh, that's it. Like. He's a little shithead. I want to protect him. Oh, okay. So I got. Oh, her... I love Damien Wayne. Because <laughs> you're a little shithead. <laughs> <laughs> we, we watched like Son of Batman and we watched like the, all the sequel movies and we did, mm-hmm. ended up watching uh, Teen Titans, the Judas Contract, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really just enjoyed that you could watch those movies individually, but they still. Like they, they still kind of followed on yeah. with each other, and it was interesting. I love the art style of those movies. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that they had the same voice actor, so it feels like a universe, even though mm-hmm. they don't have to be connected. Like when Hush was involved in it, mm-hmm. I will say the eyebrows are weird choices. And I know that <laughs> thing. I've never noticed. They they like start off normal, then they go off on an adventure. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> 
I can't comment when it comes to eyebrows because I up until a few years ago I didn't actually have any so I can't really comment on eyebrows maybe it's not something I look at as in I I get scared of them (laughs) I'll probably be looking at it now just aesthetically just to see what journeys to go on now so I'm interested (laughs) I really in um in the new DC coming up um obviously we're getting the brave and the bold Mm -hmm. I really want to see the kid that plays five in the Umbrella Academy play Damian Wayne Oh, yeah. Oh, God, he is just he's like, got that level annoyance that would work. <laughs> I think he's classed. It's the part he was literally made to play. He looks mm-hmm. like a Damien Wayne. And he can it also, he's, he's, he's really irritating as well, so it would really <laughs> yeah. work too. <laughs> he's got that massive, hey, I'm right. Attitude yes. going for him, and it just <laughs> yes. really works. With a I, very undertone of sarcasm. Yeah. I feel like it would have to be someone like who at least has some kind of like Arabic origins. Because mm-hmm. I think that's like something that is so often overlooked about a lot yeah, of the characters. Obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Dick Grayson's Roma, technically. And that's like, mm. would love to see that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think there's a lot with like, when it comes to Hollywood, like the whitewashing type things. And I know they change uh, race, gender on everything. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's a fictional character at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see stuff done accurately, mm-hmm. but. At the end of the day, it's a fictional character. We have this exactly. debate literally every day somewhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it, true. As long as the right actor for the job gets the role, who cares? Mm-hmm. And the I right think... writing as well. Yep. I think it depends, though, because certain groups aren't represented very well. So mm-hmm. when you take something from that group, it's not like taking, like, I'm going to take this spoonful from over here, but it's okay because you've got a feast. It's like mm-hmm. an established character from a franchise and it's this small amount of representation they already have. Yeah. You don't want to take from them, take from them. And like, it's like the writer obviously like made that a point for a reason. Like whether mm-hmm. or not it gets picked up by other writers who then write their like first like a character. But yeah, yeah, I think like, is it the League of, are they called the League of Assassins? No, Shadows. 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 Yeah. That stuff... <laughs> that stuff gets really like bogged down for me. Like I can never like pass out like where they're going with that kind of storyline. It's never been my favorite like Batman thing. Mm. <laughs> it was the weakest part of Arkham City, I thought. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, that plot twist at the end, like, ah, you fucked it. It was just like it, they just did like a different kind of scarecrow. But it was like, oh, you're on Raz Al Ghul drugs now. <laughs> do a flying section. <laughs> I can't do that. Pop. I still can't get past that part. Oh, you'll 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 hit you'll, you'll, you'll hit night as well because of all the Riddler races that it makes you do. Oh, I the Riddler's the best part of those games, and yeah, I, I I know a lot of people don't care for it, but like I love the Riddler challenges. I look. I love he's he's great. No, I like I like the in world ones that when when he makes you drive around on like a death yeah. race and I explode every like ten seconds. Yes. <laughs> Just like go into the wall all the time. My husband's a completionist, so he has to oh, do God. everything. Yeah. Like he has to go through and do every single riddle. Whereas I am very happy to bypass them all. Yeah, I'm a casual gamer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love hundred percent it, and I love the attention to DL in the games. So mm-hmm. often I'll. Re- I'll restream the game like once a year mm-hmm. and as I'm going through I'm like oh so this place is called this and this is like a reference to this comic or mm-hmm. oh this sushi place is called Ocean Master and he's an Aquaman villain so it's like a cute little joke <laughs> so, so I'll be <laughs> driving from one mission to another and it's like two hours I've gone I've went down a road 
<laughs> because I've stopped to talk so much. It's like, well, I hope you enjoyed this tour of Gotham, I guess. <laughs> People do. <laughs> so the next time you do that, please let us know because I am all in on that. <laughs> like, no. The opening cutscene has so many cute like Easter eggs and like references like to the development team and mm-hmm. to like the Arkham world and to various bits of media that it's like I'm having to pause as the <laughs> opening cutscenes playing to be like, okay, so the guy just left there, like he was the art director, like that's a reference there. If you zoom in here, you can see indications of Henry um, and Christine, who are we know are currently being captured elsewhere. And, mm-hmm. and I'm playing with my friends who've never played it before, and they're like, Steph, <laughs> we just want to fucking, Steph, you need to, Steph, we need to stop. <laughs> well, I think that in the later ones, you lost that little fun aspect to it because in the first Arkham game, when they had them little nods, you could, like, t- like what you do your detective mode and take a photo, and it would leave a little screenshot and stuff and tell you, like, oh, you found, uh, like, the, the, the shark tooth from one of the characters and Warren stuff White. like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, Warren White. And it was like that element. So they had loads of stuff other than that because, well, it's city wide, so it's a lot bigger. But it wasn't like take a screenshot and find out more. It was just like like little nods that if you were like a super fan like yourself, you would get. But a casual fan, you probably wouldn't get as much and you probably would lose that aspect. So I thought that was bit was a little bit of a shame. That's why I love, I think Arkham Asylum to me is the better of the uh, of the films. Uh, the game, sorry. Um, I know you're probably going to hate us now because I know Arkham Knight was probably my least favorite because it was the most obvious bad guy. Because they yeah, hinted that they made I'd this, they made this new bad guy, bad villain, uh, that's going to come out. And as soon as you saw it, it was good. Yeah, that's Jason Dodd. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've said exactly that, but I am like not obviously very versed. Like I like what I like, and mm-hmm. he obviously he has to he like you know, over exaggerates themselves with it. And I was like totally dumbfounded when I, when the reveal happened. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, bless you. I thought it was fine until they really started in, in on like the references to like when Bruce is imagining what happens mm-hmm. when he was captured by Joker. I'm like, oh, you're really like laying this on thick, huh? Because <laughs> it, w- it would come back to it like every couple hours, wouldn't it? You'd get another like version of the the flashback yeah like if it just been like at one point the joke i'd mentioned like yeah oh another sidekick got to die remember jason todd that could have <laughs> been enough but it's like mm. hey oh remember when this guy died oh i never finished my story <laughs> and it's like okay okay so there's like there's like lampshading something there's foreshadowing <laughs> and then whatever the fuck kind of pant man this is <laughs> um, there was one of the games that nearly brought and very close to tears and it was the ending of the game I think Joker had died mm-hmm. and he's singing Mark Hamill singing at the end as the credits are coming up yeah. and he actually said it was the closest he's ever come to crying at a video game because yeah. he was so like he obviously immersed himself in the game he's a completionist mm-hmm. so he had to he couldn't finish it until mm-hmm. everything was done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's clearly okay. never played Echoes of Dolphin. So many times. Um, so much frustration. Yeah. <laughs> that, was yeah, just, like, that was just to get out of the first pond, wasn't it? It was like, you know, yeah. oh, I don't know how to jump. <laughs> but yeah, like I think I think Arkham City would have hit harder if you hadn't just before that had to fight like Clearface Joker that was like a giant monster. Yeah, and it's like yeah. that's video games problem every time. It's like the one have this like big silly boss fight and then like 
okay guys now it's time to get it, serious he talks about it all the time and i generally can't remember it like i can't remember the game at all I, I think i think i beat arkham knight last sort of october time and i can't remember what happened at the end either like the, my mind just blanks off <laughs> yeah. after the reveal <laughs> like that twist in arkham city of there being like two jokers that was foreshadowed well yeah mm-hmm. like if you like even listening to like little bits of dialogue in the background like when you're trying to get into like the foreman's office upstairs to talk mm-hmm. to Joker the first time you can hear Harley being like oh you look perfect oh it's not you though is it and it's like little bits of dialogue yeah. here and there that you hear and I'm yeah. like okay that's good writing also hey my controversial opinion is fuck Tara Strong oh, oh. <gasps> there it is I don't give a fuck listen <laughs> that she I'm see single-handedly destroyed the reputation of that character for me (laughs) wow (laughs) he really did like arlene sorkin played arlene yeah like holly quinn as like this kind of mobster mall type character but like Mm -hmm. with a heart of gold and tora Mm -hmm. strong plays her as a fucking idiot (laughs) and unfortunately that's the thing that gets repeated over and over again in media in gotham knights i love the idea of her as like this hannibal lecter kind of ditz that's mm-hmm. fine. A character can be ditzy and also intelligent. They can be something a bit more fun and chaotic, but also like have some mega mm-hmm. capacity. If you could replace the Harley Quinn in the Arkham games with like, I don't know, a fucking light up doll that occasionally mm-hmm. gives instructions and it would be the same. It was massive like fan service. Even at even for the time of gaming, it was like, are we going back a few years to like the PlayStation 2 tiers? Where it's like <laughs> There has to be a sexy lady on the double page spread, otherwise boys aren't gonna buy you games, people. <laughs> like Harley, like Tara's voice for Harley is like she, she really leans into the idea of her being like mm-hmm. all tit, no brain. Right. And yeah. you know, I, I'm also that, but you know <laughs> just it's but, it's so shrill and unnecessary. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that kind of informed a lot of the writing choices going forward. So even when she's meant to be like this foreboding kind of boss character who's mourning the joker who's doing these things to get the joker back it's like so on that on that note as well what do you find have you watched any of the new harley quinn tv show with um what's it called keely Keely, i can't pronounce it keely yeah it's fine i mean it's there are bits that are interesting there are things that they try to do differently that i like Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also this easily could have just been not a Batman, not a Harley Quinn story, and it would be just as compelling. It's basically yeah. Venture Brothers, to be honest, like because it's I... like it focuses on like the silly superheroes that don't make sense in a movie, um, which I do find funny. It's a good bit, like you know, focus on on weird people. Yeah, um, but... I really like it. I it's, really love it. Um, it's fine. First, Just like watch it. Venture Brothers. <laughs> the first season, I, I, when I finished the first season, I texted my best friend and I was like, can you just watch it? Because there's so many similarities between the two characters and me and you. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like one is completely logical and, you know, thinks things through and the other one's just batshit crazy. And I was like, you guess who's who. <laughs> um, I really love the first season of that. I haven't getting around to finishing the second one because it's mm-hmm. just me i just i have i get so excited about something that i have to like be fully mm-hmm. into it but then the minute like the minute that goes away i'll jump to something else 
Yeah, well, you can and I'll you... leave it for it. Yeah, well, but you Kevin, uh, have you seen it or it's like yeah, it's between that the whole the Harley Quinn stuff? Yeah, yeah. As a character, I've got zero interest in her, mm. like literally zero interest. Um, I I didn't like her when she came out in the animated series. I haven't liked her in pretty much any iteration since. Oh, um, you're the controversial one. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, she's a character that, like the Joker, I couldn't give a toss about. Um, I, I don't like the Joker. I don't like much to do with him. So mm. Harley obviously fell by the wayside with that. I didn't mind the animated film Batman and Harley Quinn. Um, there was quite a few jokes in there that I did like, mainly between her and um, Nightwing, because mm-hmm. um, Nightwing's a firm favourite of mine. Um, but as female characters go, I think we could have had um, other villains introduced more. Um, I think Clayface would have been really good with a female sidekick. Um Because mm-hmm. let's face it, every villain deserves a happy ending. Or Man Bat. Mm-hmm. Um, well, would have been absolutely fantastic. With, Man Bat yeah, does the, have She-Bat. Yeah, but we didn't really see much iteration of that in like yeah. other media from the comic. The comics. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah, she's a raging fucking like bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was not <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I would love to see more of Ravager um, simply for more, uh, more Deathstroke content and Jericho. Um, but Ravager was always a fantastic character. She was amazing, but no physical media outside of the co- outside of the comics has done her justice. Mm-hmm. Um, Arrow, when they had Summer Glau playing out, was awful. <laughs> um, Deathstroke was fantastic. Manu Bennett, he was great, but they wasted Ravager on Summer Glau, who's not a strong actress. Um, there were some great actresses in that show. She wasn't one of them. Um, and then they wasted her again in Titans, and just made her some mopey little kid instead of like the <laughs> kick-ass character that Ravager is. She's well, absolutely outstanding. I know you like to cast people, like who you would like to see as. Who would you like to see as Deathstroke? Um, Casting-wise, uh, I really, really, really liked Manu Bennett. In Arrow, he was fantastic. Uh, I don't like Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke. He's, he's not a martial Manganiello. artist. He's a, he's a fantastic actor, but he's not a martial artist. He can't move. He's too big. Right. Um, ideally, um, and I'm I'm going to be really, 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 really biased here because I know the geezer. I want to see Scott Adkins as Deathstroke because the man can move. He can't act worth shit. So <laughs> only have Scott with the helmet on. And when hmm. he takes the helmet off, have he doesn't job. have to say anything. He can just <laughs> grunt. And just yes, no, but when there's acting to be done, have a voice mm-hmm. actor. I mean, right. y- you know it's going to be Carl Urban, though. <laughs> like, <if the> two- <laughs> I, I genuinely would have zero problem with Carl Urban yeah. being the voice actor for it. Um, <laughs> it would be fantastic. Um, Carl Urban's a really, really, really good actor. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't want to see Deathstroke in the films anymore. I want to see Ravager. Mm-hmm. And I want to see a good version of Jericho. Actually, that's an interesting. If you could, who would you pick to like Robert Pattinson aside? Because obviously he's going to be the mm. next in the next one. Who would you love to see as Batman? Uh, me. <laughs> Just yeah, so I, I agree, with Steph. Because I you. don't like actors. <laughs> <laughs> it it all way. depends in, which in, iteration you're going. Yeah, because in the new Flash, in the new Flash movie, we're going to see about four different versions of Batman. Apparently, if the rumors are true, we're seeing three. We're um, seeing three. If we're going to see Thomas, yeah. Nope. Nope. No, it's, we're, we're going to see 
Matt Fleck, Keaton, and there's an end credit scene, which me and Jake discussed a few days ago and laughed where else is off at. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, it's, it's supposed to be rumored, but it would be a big spoiler if we put it out. So it yeah. has it, it has leaked online, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. This is why oh. I said in the chat the other day: stay off the internet if you don't want it ruined <laughs> for you. Oh right, we are, okay. we, it, it is going to be a return in Batman, but yeah, I'm not going to tell you which one. But <laughs> well, but then what would you like to see story wise? What do you want to see from like um, your Call favorite Batman? I would Call like to see a court, court of Owls doing that storyline, but not in a f- movie version, but like in a TV. But like, it doesn't actually like, have yeah. to be as Batman as the main star, but has it as Gotham and like showing Gotham, like not like with villains and stuff, like the underbelly, the the this society part, the thing that Thomas Wayne and Martha were trying to change and get away from that aspect yeah. to it. I, uh, I'd like to see that shot through the talent's point of view. Mm. But like having them after Dick again, going like saying, "You're one of us, Dick. You're never getting away." Uh, <laughs> it would essentially be it would essentially be hunting them. I'd like mm-hmm. to see it through the talents' point of view because we saw bits and pieces through the Riddler's point of view for the Batman, mm-hmm. and it really fucking worked. Mm-hmm. It really well, like when he was like behind was... the curtain and stuff at the start. Yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> that, that was terrifying. That when the lightning just hit and you saw the flash in his goggles and you're like, yeah. you didn't even realize he was there. But he was fantastic <laughs> until he started screaming and shouting. Then he just reminded me of Mort Goldberg from Family Guy. Mm. I think Doctor Brink. If we were going to get like a because like, I think now we've had the action Batman's, we've had the detective Batman's. I wouldn't mind. And we've had the weird Joker, which we'll talk about in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing the horror Batman, like a, an yeah. actual horror movie. Because to be fair, we've got some scary characters. And Batman, as you said, he's supposed to be a man to, to bring fear. But imagine, like, not to go full gore, but like have a, like, a sore aspect where he's putting oh. a game and Batman's trying to get through that game to survive. And he's got there's things that happen. I think that would be quite an interesting to take in a different way of looking at like I know people want like the martyrdom and toy side probably be, yeah. would hate it but make an adult that's, version and say like mm-hmm. oh, I, us, I, us adults I, deserve something too it would be a really big twist though if it was like John Kramer at the end I, I genuinely <laughs> love to see something like you've said Paul but have you seen the film Copycat with Sigourney yes. Weaver yes yeah. I love something that, like I love that. that where it's Clayface doing the killing and he's copycatting he's like a makeup artist and he's copycatting other Batman rogues mm-hmm that would just that'd be perfect for me. I believe someone actually said a film and I knew what it was. And <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, because I know I mentioned it. This is going to be again the controversial opinion as well because we did get the Joker and we're getting the Joker two with a, a new version of Harley Quinn with Lady Gaga, <laughs> um, which is That's supposed to be going to be excited about Harley Quinn. I've been in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently it's going to be a musical as well, so that's <laughs> going to be quite an interesting take. What it's did you think of? Yeah, what did you think of the Joker? Like, honestly, in Phoenix. Yes, yeah. I thought it was <laughs> like really, like a really mean spirited movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like it was a hard watch and not a thing I would ever revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, Same here. I think one's I, one's enough. I think it came out. It really like to, it was really tone deaf for the time it came out as well, with all like the riot stuff and the like. Oh, if you ignore the the scary guy who sits at the back of the bus and laughs, he's gonna murder everyone. It'll be your <laughs> fault, not his. As, like, it's just really... all done. As they made someone... a Martin Scorsese film and went, "Here's the Joker." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's almost like the, the, pass the, the pa- it's almost like the pass the book on responsibility. Yeah. Mm. As someone who works very closely with teenage boys and mm-hmm. like informing them of good choices and things like that, <laughs> you know how many kids came back to school after that weekend and that was their personality. Really? No, yeah. and that, like you, you wouldn't understand it. Like you know, and we we live in a society. And I'm like, I live in a society. You live in your mom's bedroom. Like, let's just get this sorted. You are 14, first of all. Yeah. Hmm. And it was, it was in, and worse than that though was like the adult, like fully grown men who made it their personality. I'm like, no, <laughs> yep. no, this isn't, this isn't the serve you think it is, sir. Yeah. No, I totally that agree. Was, I think. As a whole, it's a film about someone's mental state and how it's... Mm-hmm. And I think, as I said, it's a Scorsese movie put with a thing. And with the aspects that put the title Gotham, Joker, and like Wayne's and stuff in there to sell the movie, I think it would have still got the plaudits and stuff at Goths. As to be fair, Whacking Faded did play it as, a, a, like, a, as an actor. He did the, the, the role well. Oh, but as a story, it, it didn't need to be set in the Batman universe. It didn't need to be that type of story. And mm-hmm. I just and I nearly lost my shit because my wife nearly was laughing ahead of us because I nearly walked out when they started hinting that the Joker was going to be Bruce Wayne's brother and stuff like that. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be me just I was going to have my own Joker moment in this in the like, <laughs> like, like, one, completely uh, break down. <laughs> just, no, that actually went if you if the like, it, it actually offended us when the, they even made the reference. But I just didn't understand why they made it in, like, say, the DC world. I, I understand for the Martin side, but it wasn't an enjoyable watch. It wasn't easy to watch, and yeah. it was just strange. And a lot of people say, oh, it was a brilliant masterpiece of a movie. I was like, no. But why? It's watching someone have a mental breakdown and go through these stages, and to me, that's um, not enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I do that daily. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, but he blamed everybody else for it. Like mental health is not your fault, mm-hmm. but it's it is your responsibility mm. to take care of yourself. And he just wanted to pass the book on on that part of the responsibility side of it. It it annoyed us. I and did, the, and I like, did scream though when he at the end. <laughs> yeah, but like like Sammy was saying though, like it didn't it didn't like the movie didn't hold anything to account either. Like no. fair enough, fair enough if the if the character doesn't. But the movie just kind of ended and was like, yeah, look at that. Yeah, look, look what I did. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. Have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you I make do agree the choice. <laughs> I, I do agree with you there, Sammy, but you've got to remember, yeah, while it's passing the book, like, how many people these days take responsibility for their own actions? There's always someone else True. to blame. Always. No, no right. one takes responsibility now. We live in a social media world where they can say, oh, well, this person pushed me to do this. Yeah. Oh, man up, you know, just grow a spine. I hate that phrase, man up, so I don't know why I used it. It's online now. That's going to be your sound clip. Cancellation of Kev. I wish we still had my sister's sound clip for this episode. Can you remember it? Oh, I can't remember now. Three in the fucking hours. How oh, about yeah. the Batman? Batman. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. When, when it comes to these type of movies, I know, like, have mentioned or you like and Sammy mentioned they are getting longer these type of movies but it's because movies now are moving away from the cinema and they're moving to the streaming services and that's yeah. like the audience that they are like catering for 
like like hate, love it or hate it, the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League could prove that there is an audience out that will watch a six hour movie or like four hour movie, in, I, even in parts. We did. Um, and nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can watch it on the same night. I love Tommy Cats. We do a lot. <laughs> This room is going to be there, but we'll not go there. Uh... <laughs> it's just because I talk to them while like, you're watching something. As long as you didn't just cross so any screens, so so it's fine. Exactly. Just so we can find out over things. That's exactly. fine. I'm, I'm only winding you up. I'm talking about like, planning out. Uh, how is your mum, Sam? Hope she's okay. Oh, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I mean, I wish she's, honestly I'm going to regret that for the rest of my days I will not bring myself to tell her that either but that she enjoys it. five guys so that's fine yes. <laughs> we'll do it on every podcast until she listens to one she Central listens notes. to them that's the problem if she, she knows she's mentioned yep. if she knows she's mentioned on them she will come and listen to them <laughs> So she listens to it all the time. So hi, Sam's hey. mom. See, I'm oh, still here waiting Sam. for you, Sam's mom. Hi, Mammy Bryce. <laughs> Weather Bryce has been married to him. Contagious. Fuck the joke. Fuck the that's joke. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. Don't worry. There's a milk that's okay. <laughs> Are we going to wrap this bad boy up? Yes. So um, I know like, uh, I probably end it on where we started it a little bit. We are going to probably get a different version of the Joker in the Batya universe because Warner Brothers and like yeah. anyone can't stay with them. Well, they've got your honest opinion. Who would you have as the Joker and and why? I want Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, that's it. Yeah. He makes Bruce say the, the Lord's Prayer, and he's like, "Finish it." <laughs> <laughs> I want Willem Dafoe simply because his name sounds like a frog and a bird. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an old choice. fan casting thing. That it's a really old fan <laughs> casting. It's choice. the face, though. It's that face yeah, he can do. Uh huh. It really does it work. Works. I I agree with Kev. I can't think of anyone else because I don't mm-hmm. know what version of Joker I want to see. I just I'm don't. I don't know which version. one. <laughs> um, I want. I want Zac Efron. Right. Wow. After want, watching Bundy, I can see it. I want Zac Efron as the Joker, and I want Robert Pattinson as Batman, and I I just want to have that moment to feel like, okay, I, I've, I've ruined this for a certain <laughs> section of people, and that's what I want. And I'll have it forever and ever and will it, ever. Will, will the Joker and Robert Pattinson both take the tops off at the same time, during? Yes. And then they'll but kiss. Like, <laughs> the important oh, thing is that uh, Pattinson's chest hair is in the shape of a bus. All right. So it's like, okay, I love it. <laughs> and then they kiss. Yes. <laughs> and they were roommates. Yeah. Rock Rock Mountain this shit, yes. Went to the same yeah. college. <laughs> <laughs> what Do you, you have anyone? Oh, I was just going to ask Paul, did you? Sorry. I'm terrible at casting because I hate all celebrities. <laughs> um, I'd kind of, <laughs> I think I'd probably want to see like an older Joker. Um, I'm trying to think of some like elder statesman kind of like classical <laughs> actors that would be good. Clint Eastwood. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Tell you what though, this. I always said this in his younger days, Clint Eastwood would have made a perfect Wolverine. That's why I always uh, say Scott Eastwood and Wolverine. Mm. 
Wolverine was slightly based on Clint Eastwood anyway, so Scott Eastwood for Wolverine works. <laughs> um, mine would be a little bit... Oh. I can't. Uh, Honestly, sorry. Sammy, I don't know any actors. <laughs> like, <I'm> really <laughs> sorry. I think it, it, this probably might not work, but I think it would be an interesting one. Jim Parson from, like, Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Oh, I see him as the Riddler. That's all I can picture as the Riddler. But, but that is an Riddler. interesting choice. Just because, like, he's skinny and stick thin, and when he smiles in the Big Bang Theory, it reminds us so much of the Joker. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to play that character. He has range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. That's interesting. Um... I think it, I think he'd be all right. He's a uh, mm-hmm. he's one of them people that seems too nice to be not angry all the time. Yeah. I think he's secretly he's... very, very angry. <laughs> yeah, he is. Have you not read in... reports about him? He's awful. <laughs> oh, I've seen a few, like <laughs> going to Doogie Hauser and stuff like that. Um, Death or... yeah, mean... Two Face. Ah, oh, Steph's nailed it. Two Face. Putting it out there, just putting it out there because of how he used to be and because I watched Amsterdam a couple of weeks ago. Chris Bale is the Joker. Who's Chris Bale? Christian uh-huh. Bale. Oh, he Christian was, Bale, sorry. Yeah, he was, he was genuinely quite good as Gore the God Butcherer. Yeah. He's, he was amazing he was as brilliant in, He was brilliant in Amsterdam. Um, we know he can lose the weight. We know he can get in shape. And we know he's an angry bastard anyway. So <laughs> why not just stick a yeah. bit of makeup on him and say, you're a goth now, here. Oh, you're not I have him as the Batman that laughs. I, I think it'll be ironic mm. that the Riddler told Batman to, like, you know, step into the light. And Christian Bale will be like, get away from my life. You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> uh, thankfully, someone got where I was going with yes. that. Um, no, but like, that actually, that w- would probably work for me if they got like a returning Batman uh, like to be the Joker. Mm-hmm. And then they could, they could mess around with, like, maybe he was like a vigilante you know, in a, a failed actor comedian. <laughs> it's like, just becomes like a real life type thing. Uh, or he lived long enough to see himself become the villain. Oh, fucking hate that line. Um, hate <laughs> the lines in the Nolan verse. That's so shit. Get off the lot. Paul Bruce. <laughs> um, Beth in the chat got a good one. Evan Peters. Yeah. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm big fan. Um, no, I would, I would, do you know what? I could see him as a, as a scarecrow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Put, them, put little creepy glasses on him. He's good at wearing the little creepy glasses. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't say no to John Cena as the as uh, Whelan as uh, Killer Croc. No, I want to no. put, oh, I I put that on my CV. I'm huh? good at wearing creepy little glasses. Yeah, but like Batista, <laughs> like Batista is now. Like, <laughs> um, no, we'll keep John Cena away from my favorite character. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you might not see him. Oh. It could be <laughs> any other guy. <laughs> no, I've always been able to see John Cena. Actually, it's a, it's one of my skills. <laughs> so when you're power. colorblind, you can see John Cena. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> but yes. So I know, like I say, we've probably touched on a lot. There's probably a lot more we could touch on as well. And that's probably the famous tagline as well. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, anyone got any other bat facts or bat information they want to throw There's... at us before we wrap up? One oh. thing I wanted to mention, and ah. it was just, oh, sorry. No, no, you go for it, baby. <laughs> um, there was one thing I wanted to mention, and it didn't quite fit into where we were talking, is a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, on the family of, oh God, please don't get this name wrong, Bill Finger. Mm-hmm. The family of Bill Finger and the fight 
the fight that they had, Bob Kane's estate, <laughs> to get that man the acknowledgement he deserved. And the reason why you see his name on the end of on the end of films, anything that does it always has Bill Finger's name next to it. The documentary I think is just called Bill, um, of of Finding Bill or something like that. It is so well, it would be called so the finger. good. <laughs> that would be weird if it was just called Finger. Um, interesting Google searches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is such a brilliant, heartwarming documentary. His family are fantastic. The guy who orchestrated to get the justice he feels is deserved is brilliant. It does not show Bob Kane in the best light. Mm. Um, but this is their story. It's not his. There's a lot um, of that in comics. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's Stan Lee. It, I know things. <laughs> yes. yes, he's he's not perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, like I say, it's it's Bill's story, not Bob's, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's it's such a brilliant documentary. So if you do get a chance to watch it, I would recommend mm-hmm. it. Cool. What are you going to throw at us there, Steph? I mean, I could spend the rest of the evening just throwing trivia at you, but to be more productive. <clears throat> Or I would. Just, I'm interested to hear who's your favorite Robin, not as a character, but specifically as a Robin. Who's your favorite? Oh, mm-hmm. I 100% like Dick Grayson. Um, Dick Grayson. I just like his backstory as well. I think it fits really nicely with the whole like Batman thing. Um, but yeah, he's always been my favorite. Even yeah. Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> I wasn't too bad. It was just, to be fair, it would, it would have been better than Marlon Wayans that we nearly got. Yeah. That was I actually. You, you could, you, yeah. Marlon Wayans still gets yeah. uh, checks from Batman Robin. and Batman Returns because he wow. was cast as Robin, but they never filmed these scenes. Just Batman Returns. Was it That's Batman Returns? Oh, th- oh, sorry. Just That's Batman something. Returns, yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So that is some yeah. interesting trivia tonight. <laughs> yeah. He was uh, yeah. Tim Burton's pick. I'm um, going to say yeah. Dick Grayson for me. Yeah. Um, because I say I'm a Dark Knight Returns, so probably Stephanie. She's got a great name. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I like the look. I like the like say, the, the red head and like the glasses that she she used to wear. How she was kind of like not chosen by Batman, and she kind of chose herself to be Robin. So I'm kind <laughs> like, of, fuck like, you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Batman couldn't get rid of her. So like, say, yeah. Um, and I'm sure it didn't the killer off during war games as well. Yeah. Was that, yeah. That, sorry. Uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we figured tonight's spoilers just goes out the, the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I quite like Stephanie as a, like, as a, uh, as a different Robin, shall we say. I like that the story you described was very much me getting on this podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was it. not chosen. I'm like, no, but I'm going to be here. Yes, That's fine. <laughs> we mentioned it. Um, Kev? Um, Nightwing is one of my favourite DC characters, but as a Robin, I did not like Dick Grayson um, because he just he wasn't a little turd. So I'm going to say um, Damian Wayne. <laughs> he opened up the bat first so much more. He got a lot more fun out of him. And let's face it, Batman was getting a stick off everyone. He might as well get it off his own kid as well. It was more interesting in Titans as well. I thought the Titans yeah. did, did get more interesting when Damian did get involved. But yes, um, like I say, you don't like I say the Bat family doesn't really get as much credit as well because when you think of them like uh, Barbara, um, like Huntress, um, all the different type of people that are involved, so, uh, as, as Stephanie said, so so better than I could have put it before. <laughs> Bat- Bruce Wayne has a lot of like human issues and I think loneliness and like 
let like that not having a family is one of the things that is his biggest weakness. And you can tell through the comics he's grown that family. And I think that's the biggest lesson you'll learn from Batman. He's not solitary, but he is like a family-oriented character. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest lesson you can take from Batman is make sure you've got bloody good insurance in case you get beat up by a masked vigilante. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I was going to say that was a lovely way to end the podcast with Paul, but I think I'll go with Kev's. <laughs> get your insurance. <laughs> yes. So if anyone cares, by the way, mine is not Jason Todd. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Tim my Drake. God. Sorry, it's because you asked the question. I'm very Is sorry. Is it Tim Drake just... by any chance? Yes. Of course it's Tim Drake. I'm also a bisexual mess. Yeah. <laughs> a little nerd. Tim was my second choice. Yeah. yeah, Jason's my second choice. I don't like saying I like Tim Drake because my good friend Ali, like, it's his favourite. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bitch and I don't like him to have things. Right. <laughs> but, it's all mine. So if you guys promise not to tell him and ignore no. the fact that he's in the audience. Yeah. So, any, so anyone who's watching, don't sh- sh- yeah, share that sh- sh- secret. It's a sh- shut, shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> Be cool. Be cool, guys. <laughs> but yes. So thank you guys for coming on. Like I said, I've thank really you. enjoyed tonight. And like I said, it's one of my favourite subjects to talk about is the bat. And we'll probably have more episodes as well. I know we've got a top five comic uh, book characters coming up again soon, which we'll probably try and talk Steph into joining again, see if we can steal her away from the coven. Um, ah, they so yes. need me. <laughs> <laughs> so any guy, has anyone got anything that they want to promote? Yeah. Before we start. Club. Yep. Charlotte's Book Club. Um, yes. Um, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon, I want to talk about Patreon for a second. We have one exclusive series running at the moment, which is a Game of Thrones one. Uh, due to me being an absolute bitch, I pulled out of this week's episode because my back was absolutely killing me. And the idea of sitting in this chair for another few hours after a 10-hour shift just really did not tickle my fancy. So this there was none this week, but we will be back this week coming and um, mm-hmm. so for two pound a month you can support the the podcast and get exclusive episodes directly to you before anybody else before they go on youtube um what else and you, get, and you can get to see the ghost watch episode that bbc and youtube yes. won't let us stream patreon lets yeah. us watch that shit um, the episode that they would not let us broadcast we are also branching out into the horror realm Mm-hmm. Um, so myself and one guest at a time will be sat talking about one film at a time um, what made we love it, what made we fall out of love with it, what like came from that film inspired other films mm-hmm. um, so the first one from the looks of it, sorry Paul, it's going to be Hellraiser yeah I'm you know, <laughs> You could have got on and voted, but no. So, I, yeah, I, but I, voted like for, I think I voted for uh, American Hit Werewolf in Paris in London. So oh. that's all right. That no account no for taste, guys. That's why you never leave it up to the group because the group are losers. Are you twitching it at any tomorrow, Jake? Yes, Twitch. Um, the wonderful Mr. Michael Adam Goodwill. I'm sure we'll be back uh, on Tuesday with some more mm. Far Cry 5. Um I'm actually off week, uh, off work this week, so I'm probably just gonna come on in the daytime like some kind of weirdo. <gasps> and do whatever. Um, I think I'm gonna play some Metal Gear soon. I bought an eye patch, so that probably needs to happen. Um, wow. Me and Goodwill, the Dirty Boys, need to get back together. The Power Washers and Power Wash Lara Croft's <laughs> mansion at some point. 
Um, I did ask Slide and Sloop, our good streamer friend, if she would join in for that um, on her stream earlier today, and she said yes. So we've got a, <laughs> we might have a little guest on there. Oh. But yeah, it's going to be fun. And Steph, also, what are you streaming? Um, I'm still doing Spyro. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still there. But hey, you can find me and three far more beautiful but less charismatic oh. members of the Coven. <laughs> Over at Castle Coven Gaming, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Yes, and I joined joined you as the other night as well when you were actually saying nice things about Nerdy Up North, so you were a little bit oh, embarrassed, Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All's over. I, I don't like to be seen as a nice person. Yes. It's bad for the brand. <laughs> also, I would be remiss if we did not mention Goodwill's Star Trek series that he's doing at the moment with yep. the amazing Graham. Um, I don't think he's doing a live one. He did just did his first live one, him and Graham, and it was fantastic. I did go and have a view, but I don't think it's live this week because we are live this Friday. Yes, Woo! we've got the goth, goth fantastic uh, Peaches telling us all about her makeup skills and uh, like space special effects. And do you know her Instagram? Is it Peaches and Scream? Peaches, Peaches and, and Scream. Scream. I'm yes. very please excited for that. Episode. Oh, please go and check her out. <laughs> she is an absolutely fantastic makeup artist and person. I just love her to pieces. And she'll be. Um, and, and I think she wants to talk a bit about horror as well because she is a horror I have a, icon. Herself. I was going to say, I have a funny feeling. Um, that horror will be on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we've got a lot a coming up. Podcast, everybody. <laughs> yes. We've got a lot coming up, a uh, lot coming on. I know we've got, uh, I think Sunday is, uh, we're talking about first, uh, not first, uh, our most memorable cinema experiences. So there'll be, be stories that. So I think Donna's coming on. We've got a new guest coming on. Uh, I think um, like we'll keep that as a bit of a surprise. Yeah, um, we'll surprise on that one. Yes. Um, you can find us on our Facebook community page, on our social medias, on TikTok and Instagram. We play video games on Twitch and you can support us by going to Patreon. And hashtag Charlotte's Fate. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, <laughs> let's bring that back. <laughs> yeah, get, throw us a pound for that, for all that. <laughs> link in bio, link in bio. Right there, right there. <laughs> yes, so thank you everyone and thank you thank like you. say for everyone taking the sunday nights and thank you for the chat that's been quite busy as well sorry we haven't yeah. acknowledged enough we've just been sorry death in the back i'm not sorry <laughs> <laughs> but yes same bat time same bat channel stay nerdy everyone bye bye, bye. 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 <laughs>